Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smod Coast Internet Radio Network. This morning, I made it on time. This morning. Thanksgiving edition. Gobble, gobble, yo. This morning, I made it on time. Emily didn't, uh, but I did. Let's, let's just <laughs> go over the facts here. We, Emily's late. That's the fact. We uh, There was a time when we started right on time at 9. Uh, that specific standard time, or which is what we are now. And if I came in 30 seconds late, the Twitter sphere would just explode, yep. chastising me. Get your head in the game. And that was like Bill and Emily sort of sauntering. Oh, I hope I missed the politics part. <laughs> hey, it's, it's the, it's the <laughs> SoCal morning show. We're, uh, <laughs> now, we're no, we waited for you. Uh, much more importantly, Emily, what? You have so many keys. <laughs> that's I actually mean, slimmed down. That's, oh my that's, god! Those are my. That's my fob on a diet. So <laughs> this is the sound effects edition. <laughs> yes. Foley, Foley, Foley. Foley. Yes. Um, by the way, please join in on, on the conversation with us. Um, and is one of them the key to my heart? On the Twitter, we are at Nooner Dan Marty. On big ass um, rusty skeleton us. key. <laughs> You can watch us live. Why uh, does he wait for us? <laughs> he could actually get this out well if he did. Right, you could have done all this ages ago, and we could just be here for the fun stuff. Uh, you can join <laughs> us live on... Um, what are we on again? Uh, uh, Jam Master Live on Ustream. Ustream. And, um, and hello to everybody who's listening live. That includes Aldo and Chris Brown, uh, Peter WG, Yako, and um, Jeff, Darren... And uh, let's see, Mike. And also, hello to Joel is Ramirez. Joel yeah, Ramirez. Joel um, Ramirez. Yeah. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Somebody's I'm, phone is ringing. Oh, that's, Marty. No, that's just Mr. People, Professional. That's people tweeting. Uh, so, yes, please tweet in live. Um, and uh, I hope everyone's doing well. Let's see. So, a couple news stories caught my attention. Um, yes. Oh, and also you can follow us on Tumblr. That's Tuesdays morning. That's what I was going to ask. Tuesdays morning. Yeah. Dot Tumblr dot com. I knew there was another website I don't visit. That and we you can to email us for the mail sack at uh, nooner uh, podcast at gmail dot com. All right. So there was an article, a um, couple articles uh, that were troubling. One there in Ohio, there was a easy. Uh, yes. Norman Gurley. There was a horribly embarrassing Browns 30. game yet again. Yeah, I remember. Thanks, Marty. Uh, in Lorraine County. He, um, where's Lorraine County? Uh, south. All right. South of Cleveland. So he, uh, he was driving, and he got pulled over. State troopers looked in his, his back uh, Why don't you turn your phone on something that doesn't make so much noise? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Nobody else is bothered <laughs> by it but you. Um, <laughs> Uh, Here we uh, go, he's folks. looking for the door to my heart. Um, the key, key, key for the key door to my heart. Right. Uh, so, okay, he was pulled yeah, over. He did a lock on the, yeah. the door. So, and they found a secret compartment in his trunk. I saw this. And it turns out in 2012, Ohio passed a law that said it's a felony to have a vehicle with a secret compartment with the intent of using it to conceal drugs for drug trafficking. Uh-huh. So this guy was had a, a secret compartment in uh-huh. his in the trunk of his car, and was arrested for a felony. Why was he pulled over in the first wow. place? Because um, he was black? Because he, he, <laughs> yeah. he was blowing uh, 
he was doing coke off of his, right. uh, his the hood of his car. <laughs> um, no, he was pulled over for speeding. Ah, and they noticed some wires in the back of his car, and then they arrested him for that. And isn't that? I suppose just, uh, some of the important facts might be there were no drugs. In there the were no drugs. Aha. Zero drugs. Okay. Chopped up hooker parts, but no drugs. Yeah, yeah. And and then on the way in, I, I heard about this documentary called Narco Cultura. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's about the the narco burritos. Like silver like band. No, it's the narco burritos. <laughs> that, that's like it's about the Northern culture of, of the narco burritos, um, specifically in Juarez. Yeah. And they, they've spread out since then. This movie was made, but basically, you know, they've uh, in the the these drug cartels have killed sixty thousand people in the past seven years, and and yeah. and it has exploded into this. Uh, like they're incredibly vindictive and they've created this huge culture of fear in Juarez um, that, but they've also, it's spawned like a whole music, um, musical genre. Oh yeah. It's, and it's big clubs, business. There are clubs big that are built business. around it. There are movies that are made about these narco corridos. Yeah. And you, you, are they the ones that send heads? Yes. Like, yeah. They yeah. jumped a bunch of heads into a nightclub or something. Yes. They yeah. do stuff like yeah. that. And then they, they take pictures of all the murders and make sure, try to get them published. It's a message. Yeah. And it's, is the music sim- similar to the way like gangster rap developed exactly. out of like yeah. celebrating right on the, the, the exactly. right okay. on the yeah. nose. It doesn't sound like it. Is it any like, good? It sounds like Mexican polka, but yeah, um, it sounds like Does it polka. really? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the lyrics are actually very, it's the chicken dance. Yes. And, I mean, it's gotten to the point that like people working in the crime scenes, like collecting the bodies, have to wear masks so that Jeez. they don't get recognized because the police, you know, they're targets. Right. Oh, so yeah. so that's something that the drug war has created, and we're so insulated from it when we hear these stories about it. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, we just get our bindles and we go about our <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't see that side of it. So we just um, get arrested for secret compartments. Yeah. Um, and then I have this little. If you I have a secret stop, compartment. If you really want to heart, stop Emily. them, I know you do. I've got the key. <laughs> just, jangle, 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 jangle. We just, you know, to like actually cripple them to the point where they could never do anything again. All we had to do was make drugs legal. Well, that's what I'm getting yeah. to. So here's here's yeah. an, another little sound clip. Go ahead. Oops, you need. Hold on, let me start it over. Clean man hour. I'm Alex Kreit, professor of criminal law. To start. Let's take a look Criminal at New York law. City. Bling, Since bling, Michael bling, Bloomberg bling. has been mayor, police have spent one million man hours working 440,000 arrests for, get this, marijuana possession. That's a lot of police busting parties instead of tracking down violent criminals. This goes beyond any one city or state. Nationwide, we would save $41.3 billion every year by ending the war on drugs. That's tens of millions of man hours in investigation, office work, and court appearances for drug cases. We're choosing to direct these law enforcement resources to crimes other than rapes and murders, only to end up arresting and incarcerating large numbers of nonviolent offenders. A guy with yet, like a, a, a thing in his trunk, you know, an extra yeah. compartment in his trunk. Right. Who was so, speeding? Who was speeding? And probably yeah. black. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's probably it, too. Um, no, I'm sure. I'm just, Ohio's a very... Uh, and so to get around this, so, so we, we have these uh, people... You know they're they're creating these uh, uh, these designer drugs to get around drug laws, mm-hmm. like the, you know these bath salts that people go crazy over. Salvia or salvia? That's legal. Salvia, yeah. No, that's what bath he's salts saying. are he's too. It's a workaround. Oh, really? Oh, I, oh, goodness. Yeah, me. yeah. yeah. You're imagine. not you're not supposed to take them, but right. the, the substances themselves are they're designed. 
you know, the, the laws you. target specific chemicals. And if you create new chemicals, then they're not covered under the law. Oh, I see. And a lot of these things are, are um, considerably more dangerous. Yeah. Like you have this crocodile. That's this new one. It's based on heroin, but so it is illegal. But, you know, they, they, Ooh, who's ringing now? You hey, did. I got to take this guy. Oh, Jesus. No, I don't know who this is. Um, <laughs> but crocodile is like this thing that they mix with like kerosene and, and, <laughs> and it eats away people's bone, uh, muscles, their flesh. I mean, oh. it's, it's crazy. So then you look at a place. That feels good. And you look at that and then you think of like weed and you go, seriously? Right. Yeah. Seriously? What's the fucking problem? So, like weed and peyote and mushrooms and all that good natural stuff that God made for us to trip. Well, and then in Portugal, what Who's they've this done... God you speak of? All right. Let's <laughs> the one this. who gave us the mushrooms. <laughs> uh, so in Portugal, they've had 12 years of decriminalized uh, drug use. I love use. That, def- that definition of a deity, by the way. <laughs> the he way. is the one who gave us mushrooms. <laughs> oh, my God. I, don't even, I should have started without them. <laughs> I tried. No, so in Portugal, they've had gone for 12 years without... Um, where they've de- decriminalized drugs. If you have fewer than 10 days worth of drugs on you, they just take them. What's the, how do you measure? What's the, they have like okay. the arbitrary, it's a little I, bit arbitrary. I won't distract. Uh, basically, 10 days of drugs for me, I'm sure, is way different than 10 days of drugs for most kilo. people. Yeah. It's a kilo for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a kilo of drugs. It's just a, a, a box that says drugs just on it. Just freeze dried and smushed together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, if you're caught on the street with drugs, they take it from you, but they don't arrest you. And mean, and so they save all this money from incarcerating people, and then they can put it towards drug education, and yeah. then they can focus their efforts on big drug cartels, and and you know they're it has done very well. Like incidence of HIV has gone down. There's been actually less drug usage, so it's like it's it been a success there. So and they're they're still because going to jail isn't as scary as having your drugs taken away. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so my question is. Uh, you said like the the one thing would be to legalize yeah. drugs. So do we legalize all drugs? Do we legalize meth? I mean, pot is a no brainer, you know, because alcohol certainly is Literally. more um, <laughs> is more um, uh, alcohol is more da- far more dangerous than than. I oil. partook of some last night. <laughs> oh well, we'll get to some that dangerous later. alcohol. Yes, it was very dangerous. Um, oh God, was it dangerous? <laughs> so okay, what would you? What would you legalize? Uh, or what would you de- decriminalize? Would you decriminalize everything? No, not everything. Not everything. I, I mean, obviously, like I said, pot is an obvious. It's a given in this day and age. Um, heroin. Uh, would you legalize heroin? No. No. Well, Cocaine. Would you legalize cocaine? Mm. Uh, that's a tough one because what is it's there any so medicinal? Fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. See, it, uh, my criteria would be if it has some sort of medicinal or other heroin was medicinal purpose. Well, yeah, yeah, heroin is medicinal. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it can be morphine, meted out. Oh, morphine. You know, <laughs> well, responsibly. Yeah, I think the way that Portugal does approaches it is a, is a good thing. Is that they can they still it's still illegal to sell drugs. You know, to be a drug dealer. Yeah. But if you have small amounts, why? Like, they're not punishing the user. And yeah. for a lot of people, using drugs is a sickness, or those who can handle it, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And just why, why not just let that go by? What? Why is that bad for society? You know, if you're sick, you should be treated for your disease and not sent to prison. Like, if you're for trying to self medicate. Right, right. 
I always think about, and this is super old fashioned, but I always think about like, I'm walking with my kids and, you know, we go to the grocery store and there's fucking drugs everywhere. It's like, how do you sort of like explain them? Uh, you don't want to do that. I mean, it's right here and you can buy it, but you don't want to. But what about like the alcohol aisle, you know? I, think I wouldn't walk my kids thing. down the alcohol aisle. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think it's daddy, the same thing. That's as how Daddy makes else. it through the week. Like y- you gotta. It's one of those things where yeah, there are things you don't want to ever have to talk to your kids about. You don't ever want to have to talk to your kids about death, you know. Right. But you're gonna have to at some point because they're part of the world. And whether drugs are legal or not, you're gonna have to have that conversation with your kids. Because why don't we just make death illegal? Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Drew, oh, uh, Drew pointed out on the Twitter that there are a bunch of uh, doc- documentaries about like crocodile and the, about the narco culture in Mexico on uh, Vice, which is a, yeah. they do some great, great stuff about this. So here's what I would say: legalize pot. That's a no brainer. Yeah, like we said, no brainer, and and legalize the sale of it, but then decriminalize usage of all drugs. So if people get caught doing yeah. meth, you know, take their meth from them. Wag your finger at them and then send them on their way. Yeah. Don't don't put them in the prison system. But I if you agree. find Walter White and is in his lab, arrest the motherfucker. Arrest him. You know. Yeah. Where was I? Think it was was it Sarah? Solved? We solved it. We solved it. We solved it. <laughs> You're welcome, America. You're welcome, world. We've um, done it. I wish I was as diligent as you, but I forgot where it was. It was somewhere like Stockholm, Sweden, where they're actually closing down prisons because they don't have any inmates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you read that article? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. We're um, we're at. Yeah, overpop. Let's just send all we're our methods there. Privatizing well, ours, right? Yeah. And we've talked about that. They'll they, come back smarter, they, prettier, they, healthier. You know, this is a separate thing. We can great. talk. Nice we'll guys. talk about it again later. But they, we had, we contract with with the private prisons, and we we say in the contracts we promise full capacity. Yeah, hmm. we promise, yeah. like, so that they get. Oh, yeah. So you're so well, you're we, thinking the war on drugs is going to go on forever because there are there's uh, business. There's yeah. business. Oh yeah, absolutely. This Mandated is, standards this is, and business. This, they're on the government teat. You know, so this is where our tax, yeah. tax dollars are going. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, so what were you doing last night that you were drinking so much? I just went out with a really cute boy. <gasps> I thought that's oh. where this was headed. Okay, where did you meet him? I met him uh, in theater. Uh-oh. So he was gay. Uh-oh. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, right. well, that's well, good. You Torture go. yourself. It's... Yeah. yeah <laughs> and and who, who asked who out? I asked him out. Oh. Uh, it's, not a, we're, it's not a big thing. I, is he gay? I oversold, yes, I oversold oh. it. But oh. he is really cute. Oh. Uh, and I did have a lot of fun. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? Uh, the, oh shit, the, um, the hub, the pub, the juncture, the... By the way, I hate, I hate I bar names out here. I hope everybody's watching this on the video because if you watched it on the video as Emily was telling the story, she was turning her shirt <laughs> around, around because she put it on backwards this morning. <laughs> That's the kind of night that she had. How? And she was trying to casually get away with it, not making drawing any attention to it, but I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's a run of the mill for me. So who was... It's not inside out. That's a, that's a step oh, that's up. A, all right, there you go. That's not the full Alanis. And you, and you, you wore pants. <laughs> so. and I, my pants are on. Yes. Who um who was whose wingman then? Um, I don't know. We both got pretty blitzed, and we had so much gossip. And what were you drinking? Mm. Uh, si- oh, cider. cider. Yeah, <laughs> girl. It's, oh. It has higher proof than beer. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. not than some beers. Well, yes. I mean, that's yeah. the, best. I don't know. the no. beer I afford. Proof that you're a <laughs> sissy. Yeah. Uh, well, that sounds like you, like um, you need like you need me to drink cider for that, Bill. Shut up. I think you're tough. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're tough as nails. I call you the grinder. 
Uh, speaking of grinder, breakfast. Yeah. Uh, last night, I, as an experiment for the podcast, mm-hmm. not for me at all, <laughs> I signed up with this new app called Tinder. Have you heard of Tinder? Oh, oh I have a girlfriend on that. I have not. Yes, I have. The, uh, Is this the like everyone? And now I know who wants to fuck in this room. It's yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It, basically, what it when does. When I show up, it's everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't need. I, I don't need an app. Up <laughs> so you, you basically set up two parameters. You set up your age range, uh-huh. and you set up the the radius around you, mm-hmm. and it will send you pictures of everybody. That is so fucked up. And, yeah. And then is. you just flip through it, and you're like, <laughs> oh. nope, yep, nope. Yeah, and so if you want to if if you what see somebody yep to? yeah what do you do so you just go yep and then if they see you and go yep then it says you have two yeps and of course um yeah so they're 24 oh, hours God, zero congratulations you have herpes right yeah. <laughs> uh, but all it does is uh stunt social skills how do you mean because it takes all of the Risk and no conversation all, out of all it says meeting is, somebody. There's no, 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 no seduction no. there. Yeah, no, what no, about no. The, there's I, no seduction in no. yep. <laughs> no, all it does is say that sex is on the table with this random stranger. No, this so now is somebody I can go talk who you find physically attractive, and this person finds you physically attractive, and then you can. Yeah, but you don't sign up for the thing unless you're trying to get sex. No, that's not true at all. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we, there are all these girls. Look at so far, nobody's wanting to have sex with me. <laughs> so I have to believe that there's something deeper going on. How many, how many yeps have you got? Stimulating None. conversation. So. They're all, oh, God, they're like the worst people on Tinder, too. Like I said, I have a girlfriend who's on it, and she pulled it out when we had a bar. Boy-ish. Is she Irish? Poorish. Oh, is she Irish? No, 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 she's not. She's a very, see, see very classy she's lady. She's a classy lady who likes who... to have sex with strangers. Aha! All righty. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all like, like, and the guys on there are just the worst. Like, they're Could the worst imagine? womanizers who just. How do you like, know? All you know is their photos. Because no, they have little taglines on them. Yeah, yeah. and they have like little break. With the women line, actually read those. Oh, what I'll have the... you know. <laughs> what did What's the... your tagline, Marty? Uh, mine said, um, gave up a habit of beating up mimes in favor of, like, collecting dogs and something like that, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> and, and no one's jumping at that? <laughs> yeah. But, well, what did some of the creepy <laughs> guys Front-loaded it with being a lonely guy with dogs? Yeah. Uh, oh, one of my boy. favorite was this guy who had this, you know, he was a model caliber looking fellow and his oh, tagline i'm blushing yeah his tagline <laughs> was collecting dogs. was i gave up You're my welcome. mind beating my mind habit um he no he said you have to have worked on you mind but also be a 10 or something you know that was just on like you mind on you mind and uh, we at were, least mine is is grammatically correct it's been proofread spelled. yes oh <laughs> sent it through God. a spell check on you mind work on you mind <laughs> that's that's the lesson to all you ladies out there. Be at ten and work on your mind. And work on your mind. You're welcome. Me work on your vagina. You work <laughs> on, on your mind. mind. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's going to be my tagline. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have to ask, Emily, did you watch the 50th anniversary? Oh, honey, uh, did I ever. <laughs> you've been hanging out with too many gay men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not enough Honey, yet. you have no idea. <laughs> when they get in that TARDIS, when there are three TARDISes circling. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I think everyone would agree that it was that it was very good. I now, ha- was this the show that was about 
the guy who was going to play Doctor Who? No. Or was this a show that had no. David no, this Tennant was and the Matthew Smith? David Tennant and Matthew Smith. And? Yes. And, uh, and everybody else. No, and, and my John favorite. Hurt. And John, John Hurt. Hurt. Who and was great. You saw, the, yeah. you saw Billy you Piper, I who I, who's to this day my favorite um, companion? companion. I don't like her. What is wrong with you? She's I thought got she, the horsey teeth. But she's sweet and lovely and funny and talented and horsey teeth. full of feelings. <laughs> Horsey teeth. <laughs> you like you like uh, the redhead. Yeah, I like the redhead a lot. But I also don't, I don't like. I just never. There's yeah, something about her. Yeah, but she was a terrible her, companion. Like, she, why was she was a terrible companion? She just was she's a great companion to me. As hell. But I liked. Um, I didn't like her. The bl- blue collar accent or her boyfriend oh, Rory. I didn't like her blue collar accent. You listen to Ivy League. Yeah, but... I know. I didn't like it. Jesus. Oh. Um. <laughs> At least I'm honest. I thought so. John Hurt had never. Was he established earlier as a doctor? That would be my tagline. No. On the, on no. So he's the... They brought him in to, to uh, I think, to add a little gravitas to the... So they brought him in because there was one doctor that has never been yes, seen. Right. Well, it, oh, the one during the war or before the war. The, yeah, the or, war doctor. Um, war doctor. And there were two transformations. By the way, yeah, we'll talk about this for a couple minutes if you haven't seen it. Sorry. Spoilers. These aren't no, spoilers spoiler. right now. But there are, there are two doctors that you've never seen transform into other doctors. And one of them was um, the one – I forgot the name of the actor. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. But the, the fellow who was before John Hurt. And they showed the transformation in a little mini episode. It was like seven mini minutes up. long. And they showed him transform because they've all transformed on screen. And then they never showed um, David Tennant, or, or I'm sorry, uh, 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 Chris Eccleston, Where John Hurt, and Chris Eccleston. Right. Yeah. So, and then Chris Eccleston, I don't know what the answer is. Maybe somebody else does, but like he would not come back. Like everybody mm. came back for Doctor Who. Absolutely everybody who Tom Baker they needed came back yeah, for Tom Doctor Baker. Who. Absolutely came Did back. Yeah. And um, I love him. And. Chris Eccleston wouldn't even come back to. It would have been like maybe a, half a day to record does, him changing in uh, from John Hurt, and he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't come in. He, he seems do it. like a very intense actory type type of actor. Yeah, then why did he do Doctor Who in the first place? Because no. that's silly shit. Like that was no. even sillier shit before he signed up. Maybe he had uh, a divorce or something. like that. I think that. he was pissed. Like I've heard rumors that he. Um, the, the rumor that I've heard most prevalent was that he was dissatisfied. Might say it in her voice. Was that Mr. Eccleston was dissatisfied <laughs> with the way the under the lines were treated on the set. Oh. And oh. did yeah. not have a good experience. Wow. But it was, it was sort of, you know, it's very obvious to me. Oh, he's not there. You know. Mm. He doesn't seem like a naturally funny person. Like, I think that the other, the latter two doctors. Yeah. Uh, seem, uh, have balls. a good sense of. You know, they have a good sense of humor. and Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How did it fit into the whole timeline of the rest of, you know, the seasons as they're going now? Was it a standalone? No. No. It was, it was, it was, it was, just, the story was there. I was a little, I would love to hear what the Twitterverse thinks about this, but I'll oh, make it brief. Yeah, yeah, please. Was that in the Chris Eccleston episodes, because the whole thing, guys, because you're behind, was a little bit about uh, the time war in which the doctor had to kill all the Daleks who were the doctor's sworn enemy and all the gallifreyans and the doctor and he's gallifreyan the doctor's a gallifreyan and you never really knew what happened or how it all went down or blah 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 it was always a vague reference it was always vague he didn't like talking about it it was like the huge character point where he was constantly suffering over having killed two races basically right and And to um, save the entire universe to save the universe yeah and um i was under the impression during the chris eccleston episodes that uh he 
that the story was that he found himself at a certain point where he had to kill the Gallifreyans because the Gallifreyans, who are all Time Lords, had been had gotten too strong, too powerful, too egocentric. They were screwing things up and things were that he had to kill them. It wasn't that he had to kill them to kill the Daleks. It was, no, the Gallifreyans must go as well as the Daleks. Mm. And that was not the story that was told at all in in the 50th anniversary special which kind of disappointed me because i thought that was fascinating right that i have to kill them both in that character choice to make that but it turned out to be you know and this is very early on in the episode that you know the the daleks were wiping out gallifrey and then you i he somehow couldn't think of another way to get rid of the daleks right. outside of slaughtering all the gallifreyans as well i think it was a, it, it they hadn't thought out the details but they wanted to put uh Create something about Doctor Who, mm-hmm. like a, a fatal flaw in him, you know, something that he could regret and lament, you know, an emotional mm-hmm. sort of tick in him. Yeah. And without thinking about the story, you know, and then, yeah. they, then they had to backtrack and like, oh, well, what did happen? You know? Right. Right. And how do we how do we not rewrite everything that we've shown since you right. Know, right, since Chris right. Eccleston showed up? So you saw it in the theater. No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. And James, did was you a, see it in the theater? Later. No. No. It was later than the original airing. Oh. Well, yeah. Allison uh, Jones, she got to take her kids to see it. Oh. And they now they all now want to see the uh, original uh, 49 Boy, other years of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to be middle-aged by the time they get through the whole thing. They're going to be kids no more. Uh but um yeah, so John Hurt makes it how many different people have played the doctor then? 13? Uh, is he 13 yeah, then? And then Peter Capaldi will be 14 then. We got oh, to see right. his eyebrows. Yeah. So it's crazy that we know Peter Capaldi is coming in as the next Doctor, but we haven't yet even seen the season. But that's how contracts with work. The, <laughs> with how, the big bug-eyed girl that I secretly have a crush on. Oh, um... What the, are you talking about? The the companion, the new companion. Yeah, the new companion. The the one oh. from the... She was a Dalek, and then she was in oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Victorian Christmas thing. You haven't seen it. But has it aired? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's been on for a while. I texted you and asked, and you said it hasn't aired yet. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. This uh, is that one's aired. The season that you asked about hadn't aired. You were one. You were one number ahead. No, I wasn't. Because I went on Netflix and saw the last season was season six, which I'd already seen. Because it's all right. Amy but and Netflix Rory. is behind. I know. So I said, "Has season seven aired?" And you said, "No." All right. You take it offline, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff said that the the one in the theaters had twenty minutes of extra footage. Hmm. I hope it was um, explaining the situation on Gallifrey (laughs) because you certainly didn't get – well, no, because you certainly didn't get the impression – I mean, the only impression you got was that the Daleks were going to kill – were going to, like, wipe out Gallifrey. Like, that was the only impression you got. You didn't get the impression that the Daleks were going to be a threat to the universe. Right. Um, But it was very satisfying, and I'm excited for the the Christmas special. So where the hell do you see the season with the Bug-Eyed Girl that I like? Where do you see it? You watch it on BBC America. Yeah, BBC America. Uh, no, I don't have that. You might, uh, you know, be illegal and. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, if anybody's listening, we don't. We, we, are <laughs> we want to legalize drugs and watching Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is such a like. The, the, they always come to this very and watching silly Doctor moment. Who on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Doctor Who, where just. Where, like, the way they resolve things is always just out of the blue. Like, well, we, you know, the way it, it's sort of like this fantastical reasoning. It's never that clever. They but, don't want anyone to see it coming, I think it's the big one. Like, the doctor is so clever. No one could have put this together but the doctor. Right. And he could have put it together way, like, an hour before, you know. 
if you wanted to. Well, if you just times. slow down and think things through. It was, however, <laughs> speaking of uh, like him being spastic, it was very funny watching David Tennant and uh, Matt. I was just about to ask, how was that chemistry? Uh, they They're were great. so cute. Yeah. They were so They're having a lot of fun together. You and then, tell. and then, mm-hmm. was it competitive fun or was it? I, I don't even like mm-hmm. plot wise. Were the, were they, the doctors each of them whipped out their, up, their sonic screwdrivers and compared them? I heard. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Uh, one of them said went on like. Um, one of the programs in uh, the Graham Norton show. The Graham yeah, Norton show. I watched show. that. They were oh, both. They were both interviewed. His yeah. his sonic screwdriver is yeah. bigger than mine. Or oh, something. that's funny, <laughs> right? And then John Hurt would just comment on how ridiculous they were. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and how he's going to become them. And right. John and, Hurt's like this old, you know, and, and worldly man. Yeah, like, and they're you, both these young pups. And then he's, he's like, like, "Why are you speaking like you? a child? Why are you speaking like children? <laughs> why do you speak like a child?" <laughs> yeah, that's just very very funny. But there's been some other great. Or interesting TV that's on. The um, somebody I forget. I apologize. A listener emailed us um, in the mail sack and recommended the Mimic and the Wrong Man's. Have you guys been watching that? I couldn't get through the Wrong Man's. It it had logic flaws in the pilot that made me hate everybody. Mm. Like the whole like I feel they said don't you. they said don't call the cops. It's like so what? <laughs> like you're in over your head and you're about to die. <laughs> call the fucking cop. It just I couldn't. Could get past it. And then, like, the buddy who comes in and, and screws everything up, and the guy just lets him screw everything up. It's like, tell your friend to go fuck himself like a normal human being would. Yeah. <laughs> and but I just couldn't, I, I, I couldn't enjoy it. Suspend your that. disbelief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and again, I made, I made the mistake of I only watched the pilot. And obviously, shows find their feet. Yeah. And, the, and it does. Well and in, and it's not, it's, it's not just too frustrating for me. As, it's not as pristinely clever as say north by northwest it's very similar in in vain in, yeah you know it's about i do love that film yeah about the MacGuffins. yeah oh it's about you know people that get caught up in yeah in something that they had nothing just through happenstance mm. and um but i love that guy who was who you know wrote gavin and stacy the, the the big guy in it bill the buddy yeah He's, yeah, he's 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 a funny guy. You, you could tell he's a great he's a good comedian. It's just everything he said led to a silliness, a logic flaw that made me frustrated uh, with. Pizza. If logic flaws <laughs> were your problem in movies or in, in anything, you should never they watch. Are. I like intelligence. Well, then in don't watch Doctor Who. Um, what? I think Doctor Who's very clever and logical. Uh, uh, he also well, they can make up their own fanciful. logic, so you, you the, don't have to yeah. worry about. Listener it. also also recommended the mimic, which is a that one I haven't heard of. It's a it's a very small story. It's about a guy who's a uh, a mimic. You know, he does impressions, and but he does it as like for fun, and then he's sort of is he like is like a young rich little? No, he's in, he's like middle aged, and then he finds out that he has an is adult. he like a middle aged rich little? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's in fact not the best impressionist, but he finds out that he has uh, an adult son that he didn't know existed, and so it's really about them bonding and then him sort of getting his ass in gear in his hmm. life. And it, it's cute; it's very cute. I wish you were a better That's a impressionist. Serious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, just I like, thought you were talking about mimic the the movie about the uh, alien, uh, the the cockroaches. Yeah, uh, yeah. Huge. Which, Mira Servino. Mister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Mr. was um. Wasn't that. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, who directed it? I think. The first one. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I, I enjoyed that show. So thank you, listener, for recommending that. Um, did anyone watch The Family Guy this weekend? Oh, my God. I no. saw the fallout over it. Uh, I mean, yeah. is is Killing Brian the Jump the Shark for Millennials? I think so. 
I kind of, I kind of feel so. I mean, that they just came out of nowhere. From what I've read, I haven't seen the episode. Yet. I'm going to spoil it for everybody. They kill off Brian. Yeah, was so, that at all necessary? No, it was. Com- it was a, a jump the shark moment. Yeah. Was it? Was it? I because mean, was family? It's, it's Family Guy. So was it kind of a tongue tongue and cheek killing, no, or was it, it like was very, sentimental? It was very sentimental. Odd. And. And it like, was, I could forgive it if it was funny. <laughs> and it's not like... Because it would be one thing if it were like, well, you know, that part of Seth MacFarlane's brain had a contract dispute with the rest of Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah right? He couldn't, he yeah. couldn't come couldn't and return to the show. anymore. But it was really just just to fuck with... Just, you know, just to shake do. things up. Yeah. Which I understand, you know, after many years, you've got to shake things up a little bit, but... That seems like a pretty but now yeah, let's, amateur choice. Yeah. Let's look at and the not whole... story-driven at all. The whole show yeah. and take it all in context... That well, from what I've what I read, Stewie can't uh, can't repair his time machine to, right. to go back and fix. But we're talking about a kid that can make a time machine, right. so eventually talking about cameos from Kool Aid Man and General Zod. It's yeah, like, yeah, obviously exactly. anything can anything happen. can happen. Yeah. So I mean, there's no like, real weight. That is that. logically uh, unsound. I will not watch that show. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to be, if, I'm just saying, if you're going to write the rules of your show, then play by them. If General Zod can show up for a side gag, then you can't try to tug at my heartstrings by killing a main character because it doesn't fucking have any meaning. I mean, because what? A few years ago, we saw Stu. You got my money? Got my money? I mean, he pissed whipped him he beat him he shot him <laughs> mm-hmm. he also shot lois yeah. off the back of a yacht i mean this show says fuck the envelope right <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, this doesn't surprise me that they're they're just trying to shake things up and i think i think we'll see brian again yeah. maybe in another incarnation maybe they'll they'll play the the reincarnation oh, uh, yeah, yeah. aspect or yeah, something I mean, like they did with uh, let's let's not forget uh when when the real dog on uh uh Al Bundy on the Bundys, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, married yeah. with children. When Buck died, the actual dog Buck uh, died. They brought in this new puppy, but the voice actor stayed the same, and he they they played it that that was Buck reincarnating. He was like, oh, oh no, oh no, you know, it was like <laughs> goofy. But I, I think Seth is smart enough to know that uh, you know this shook things up. He may he may let it run. Got some press. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Got some eyeballs, and and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. He killed off the right character in that sense because then you could just bring back the voice again. He doesn't yeah. have to call. Uh, he doesn't have to call Seth Green and be like, "Yeah, I know I killed you off, but can you yeah, come can back? Yeah, can you come back? Yeah. If it, if it wasn't him, then I would say maybe there was a contract dispute or something. Maybe you know the voice actor didn't want to come back, but he is the voice actor. All right, I'm going to spoil another show. All right. Uh, the Mentalist, you know, the show I always watch. <laughs> Didn't they finally reveal who the big bad guy was? They revealed him. They Is killed him. Red John was found and killed. Ah, uh, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was just idiotic. Not good. Oh, oh no, but the show is not good. So I'm fine with it. Like, it <laughs> but is... I, I think that Simon dude is handsome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what they're doing is they're going to, in the next episode, which is in the middle of the season, they're jumping two years after he... he, Because the whole show is... And Brian is is guest starring? Yeah. And Brian is guest starring, exactly. And it's going to be a Dalek that kills him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No. No, um, So, like, in in the the show was, like, he's, like, this uh, sort of um, misanthropic, you know, showman, like, psychic guy who gets... Uh, recruited by the police, and he only agrees so it's to like do- psych, but without the guy from West Wing. Sure, and uh, 
the only reason why he does it is to catch his wife's killer. But now he's caught his wife's killer, so they can jump two years ahead. They no longer have any reason to do the show. They don't have a plot. They don't have a plot. (laughs) So they're doing their reboot, too. And after yeah. seven seasons, sure. Like I've, seven seasons of the Mentalist. There have been seven. He's been seasons following six, one six guy seasons, for I think. Six seasons. seasons. Wow, six. he's not very good yeah. at it if it took him that long. <laughs> um, <laughs> it only took me three years to find my wife's killer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when you did, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, it's definitely not the uh, O.J. Simpson story. <laughs> Uh, so if you have any tips on, uh, so basically I'm over all I'm these finding shows. your wife's killer. Yeah. I, I, a, help me find my wife's killer. But more importantly, <laughs> what should I watch? Yeah. Parks and Rec is off for a while, I think. And Mindy. I actually just saw you recently because, uh, I'm rewatching season two of Chuck. Oh, yeah. and you had that little cameo there with, um, with, yeah, my wife to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was so Yvonne Strahovski. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Let's see. Chris says, Chris Brown says, uh, Brian was a dead end character. Uh, what were they going to do with him? Um, you know, he loves low, uh, another 30th. He loves Lois episode. Another pl- politics flip flop. I don't, I don't. They all kind of have the same reoccurring themes. Well, they're all though. meaningless characters. Yeah. yeah I mean, just a, the, the reason I never even locked into the show is just, just a bunch of gags. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. The whole thing it's is silly just voices around, and gags. around those like little. You know, cut but I think I think Brian represented more of the uh, the logical uh, point yeah. of view to the show. So Real. it's going to be interesting to see because now without him to be the the you know logical foil to, to mm-hmm. all the dick and fart jokes. Who's going to roll their eyes? Yeah, who's at the gonna, at the, at the uh, family be dick fart fest? Right, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a, he actually is a rather pivotal character. Yeah, right. In that regard, yeah, that, yeah, he's like the the comment from the voice of reason. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so by the way, Kruger, I don't know where Kruger is. He just emailed me like, you know, in the middle of the night saying, can't make it. Fuck you. The middle of the night. It was like 8 p.m. It was 8.30. That's the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Marty. Yeah. That's when he shuts off the hibachi and <laughs> lays it down. No, I keep the hibachi going. Oh, you, you never know when you're going to want something <laughs> seared. You know? um, Ooh, but, careful, uh, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wish you were here because I, I wanted to just rub his fucking face in this thing. All right. Well, so there's a new Kickstarter. I'm sure he's listening. Go oh, ahead. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like this stream? Um, he's, he's, he's actually outside in, in, the, in front of the apartment, you know, at the, just gate. Like at the gate with uh, in his car streaming it. <laughs> so uh, there's a, a Kickstarter campaign that started by Alex Winter. Do you remember Alex Winter? Ted of Bill and Ted. Yeah. Or Bill of Bill oh. and no, Ted. No, he's Bill of Bill and Ted. Bill of Bill and Ted. And... Uh, and you know he's he's a very you know uh, talented writer and, and filmmaker. And Bill is making a chocolate mustache for himself. <laughs> you can that can mean whatever you want it to mean. Um, oh, it's a chocolate Hitler. <laughs> so he's, chocolate Hitler. He's uh, trying At to raise chocolate Hitler seventy five thousand dollars to make it a movie about Bitcoin and the underground oh, world of Bitcoin, which so is something broke. that. That Steve is working on, so I'm on oh. Team Alex on oh. this one. Well, he's Bill after all. I know. Uh, I'm on Team. What the fuck's a Bitcoin? 
Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it every week. I know. I still don't get it. I know. Oh, Jesus, virtual. We crazy. have to. You should be on Team Alex so you can finally discover what. I don't understand yeah. virtual things. I only understand things I can touch and taste and feel. Oh God, you are eighty-three. <laughs> you haven't. Yeah, clearly I, you haven't. I handwrite letters in cuneiform. <laughs> and clearly, you haven't learned With about quill. virtual food because you're just eating on air while the rest of us. Hey, Mister Starburst. I heard your eat. lips smacking, Mister Whoppers. We eat. I heard your lips smacking you know, in your. Your rappers rapping. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no proof of that, even though it's on video. Rewind uh, it. Listen back. All right. Um, so do you guys don't. I watch was going to make a comment, but then I knew I'd get really hungry. Oh, I have also. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is so media uh, centric, but this is all I've been doing for the past week. But I, I caught up on some movies. I, <laughs> I saw Nebraska. Ah, yes. um, I'm curious about that one. How did uh, how did your man from the Groundlings do? Uh, well, Forte was great. He was he was excellent. He um, did he just squint a lot or did he actually act? Oh no, he's he's a very good actor. the The problem is like I squint a lot when I do drama. Oh, Aww. that's all I got. Um, that's all I do. Um, oh, it was a racist <laughs> joke. How dare you? And we almost missed. I it. missed it completely. <laughs> Jesus. So, by the way, at, at Logan Jubilee is the recommend uh, the listener who recommended Wrong Man's, and uh, he thinks that I should. Oh watch- my God! Is he a Logan Jubilee shipper? Is that why he has his name? Is that why his name is Logan Jubilee? Wait, what is his it? or her? What's a Jubilee shipper? Uh, you know, like uh, people who think that characters should be together. And Logan yeah. is Wolverine, and Wolverine, Jubilee is yeah. Jubilee. So, and and look oh, at this I little see. icon is them hugging. Oh, who, who, oh, there you go. You've been found out, Logan Jubilee. <laughs> well, it's not like he's hiding it. Too. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, you did, you did a shit job of hiding yeah, your, but with your how much true you pay desires. Attention to everybody else. Is the guy who has a picture of Logan hugging Jubilee, whose name is Logan Jubilee, somebody who wants Logan Jubilee to get? I figured you out. I've gotten this clever by watching Doctor Who. <laughs> ah, well, Logan Jubilee recommends that I watch Yonderland, Fantasy and Puppets. Well, you lost me at. Fantasy and puppets. <laughs> you had me at Yonderland. You lost me at Fantasy and puppets. <laughs> I'd be waiting there. I still love Fraggle Rock and Dark. Oh, Christmas. I love Fantasy Dark and Puppets. Dark Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Labyrinth. Come mm-hmm. Labyrinth. Labyrinth does Sarah. not hold up. What are you yes, talking? I will kick you out. Jennifer Connelly is not Marty. the greatest actress, but as a film, she's the greatest. Up. Oh man, God. Emily, you remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Who do? You do. Do what? Remind me of the babe. I saw my baby. baby. Crying as hard as babes could cry. What do I do? <laughs> Come on, Marty! Nerd high This is my last episode of the Tuesday's Morning Show. It's been really fun. I appreciate all of you listening. Uh, I don't appreciate everybody in this room right now. We did it, guys! <laughs> Actually, that was... It's our show now! <laughs> that was spectacular. I, I have to give you guys props for that. Come on, there's those rocks that fart when you step on them? Yes. And the Bluto, the... Hoggle. And then when Hoggle, the dog runs through with it. <laughs> Sir Didymus. Oh, Sir Didymus. <laughs> and what was Sir Didymus? Upside downside guys. Who did this, yes. Oh, the doors? The doors. Yeah. And then what? the knockers. One was in the ears, one was in the mouth. Did yep. it bother you guys, though, that Sir Didymus was a dog riding another dog? He was a fox. I think that was... He was the, a fox riding a oh, dog. Oh, he was a fox. A fox riding a dog. Okay, I remembered him as a dog. So, okay, yeah. that, maybe that makes sense. See, that now it's all cleared up. Now that it's was very funny. And um, how could we not mention... David Bowie's crotch. Oh, you say the cod piece, the Goblin King. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the star of the show. So Nebraska was a right. really heartfelt journey about to, um, father and son connecting, but 
no. The problem was like Alexander Payne uses a lot of local actors and and non actors in his movies, and they look like you know people like look like people like BBC I think, casting. I like thought. part yeah. of me thinks like like watching that movie it makes me want to visit there and it also makes me never want to visit there you know because it seems so depressing it would be like the place you go if you want to do like a sad drinking tour of the of middle america but yeah. um but will forte is Both of my starbursts are the same color i can't i can't abide oh my god i love that you commented i look over and like emily's got this dour yeah, look on her face and i know exactly what it is she did not get the flavor she wanted out of her starburst no, it's, i don't Fun mind pack. having like you know the wrong flavor it's just when you have two of the same flavor because yeah. you yeah. get you, you have two you want a, you want a varied experience don't they have quality control at fucking starburst come on, I mean, come on. Get your, head in the game so make an serious. effort but uh will forte is clearly a, he's a very handsome guy and he's sort of sparkly and he he stands out amidst everybody else. Like, he, and is that story it, driven? Do they use that as no, a tool? No, or it's a little it distracting, just, actually. Uh, but mm. but he still is. He's excellent. Bruce Dern is, is fantastic. Um, it's the only thing I think I've really noticed him as an actor, and I've always thought he was a bit of a ham. But um, sorry, Bruce. Um, Bruce who? Dern. He's Laura this, Dern's dad. Laura Dern's dad. Laura Dern, who was in Citizen Ruth, which is Alexander Payne's first film. Um, he's a, an actor from the sixties and seventies. He's done, you've seen him before and he's the lead guy and he's great. Um, and then I saw Thor. Uh, yeah, could not. Oh, so did I. What'd you think? Oh, oh, I'm writing all the fanfic. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I love, um, they have the gratuitous, like get more, more shirtless, you know, Helmsworth, Hemsworth, you know, he was shirtless in that. Yeah. Yeah. Made a big impression on me. Yeah, I'm sure your 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 gay movie friend enjoyed that part. I d- we didn't get to go. Um, I'm a Loki girl, and he was there's a lot of him in that. Wait, so are you low key or you're a Loki girl? Loki girl. I'm not low key at all. Look at me. I'm smacking on the air. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. He, we also watched him in um, the Hollow Crown. Did we talk about this? Yes, I yeah. told you I watched the Hollow Crown and got really really drunk. Really enjoyable. Like 47 hours of Shakespeare. Um, mm-hmm. That middle hour of Thor was so dull. I Any had, movie that has a middle hour has got to go. Yeah. That's I, true. I had the most delicious nap in the middle of that movie. And then what, I, what was the middle hour? See? and then, but then That was my dear friend Zachary Levi of Chuck fame. I didn't really notice him that much. He was in that. Way to blend in, buddy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was... I think he was the, the guy in green with the mustache. I think that's who he was. But anyhow... Uh, the, the ending was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of because fun. Because it was The best part outside home? of Tom Hiddleston was that chick who played Darcy. I think she's on Two Broke Girls. Yeah, yeah. She was amazing. She was, she was, she and Tom Hiddleston made that movie totally worth it. Yeah, she's funny. She's um, hysterical and she's I darling. I refuse to believe that anything on Two Broke Girls is, is... <laughs> well, it's not her fault. It's not her fault. I can tell you from watching Thor, it's not her fault. Now, did All they right. give us anything at the end of the credits? Kat Dennings is that is her name. Kat Dennings. Oh, She's yes. wonderful. She, she yes, was they established did. well before Two Broke Girls. Oh, okay. The Collector uh, made an appearance at the end of Thor. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Which I think is going to be a lead into Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes? Oh, right, right. So. Yeah. Starring um, former, uh, former um, Doctor, Doctor Who. Who Companion Amy Pond. And what's her real name? Karen Gillan. Thank you. And she's bald. Um, spoiler. Sorry. Uh, and then I I saw the the Catching Fire movie. Oh, really? How's that? Yeah. I've never well, seen. I the have first two. One. I have two nieces. Oh, okay. So I went and saw it with them. 
And I was like, get out of my way, you kids. <laughs> no, uh, I, in the book I didn't care for, um, but the movie's good. And she, it's because she's good. She's really, really good. And Bill's really interested. <laughs> well, guys, full disclosure, um, the call that came in, uh, I just found out that I have a torn ligament in my knee and oh, have no. to schedule surgery. So I'm a little distracted. What, oh, what happened? Wow. Uh, I injured it back in July. Doing? It's been uh, bouldering in Joshua Tree. It fell really hard. And then, and then I, being the bad friend, made him go through a bouncy castle. I re-injured it on a bouncy castle <laughs> obstacle castle? course. And then I re-injured it once again, uh, paddling the L.A. River. And then I heard it last week doing some yoga. And uh, I was like, well, it's been five or six months and I'm still in pain. I should have it checked out. And uh, I just got the call that the MRI came back with, uh, with a tear. So what does that mean you're going to have to do? Get surgery, and also report that it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smart Coast Morning Show on the Smartcast Internet Radio Networks. And doesn't your knee feel better now? <laughs> Did that work? Did it work? <laughs> uh, so I'm distracted, and I'm, I'm nervous, so I'm checking my phone a lot, not for any other reason. But you have but I'm distracted yeah? and nervous. Yeah. I have insurance. I just, you know, I'm, I'm an active guy. I, I yeah. You don't really work out four or five times on. a week. I ride the bike. I, d- I don't want to like have a surgery. Couple, you're just going to have a couple weeks where I'll, I'll have to come over and show you movies. I'll get fat. I'm worried about getting fat. <laughs> you're going to get, no, well. <laughs> we'll feed you shakes. We'll feed you a liquid diet. <laughs> I, how long does that, how long, how long does work, like knee when surgery I knee, recovery? When I had knee surgery, I could walk the next day. And, oh, wow. And, um, and I, it took, a while before I got full range, uh, you know, it took a while. Well, like before I could feel like a hundred, like basically 85%, it was probably, and no pain is like a year, but I was exercising through that whole time. And and I did all the PT and that, you know, and they try to get your cardio up while, while you do that. Uh, so, so we'll just, we'll we'll just rub crocodile all over your fucking (laughs) stomach. We'll eat the fat off. This is, uh, This is uh, limb talk with uh, right. yeah, joint talk, talk on Doctor You, <laughs> yeah. um, and then Chris O'Dowd was also in Thor too. Who that, is he? that Jeff uh, reminded us. I keep hearing his name. Who is he? Again? He's a guy in Bridesmaids. Who's the the cop? Oh, the really oh, tall right, Irish right, right, guy. Right, right. Yeah, he was in you know, and he's got he's got his own show on Hulu that I tried watching and also didn't like, where he plays uh, an imaginary friend. Oh, uh, to this young too close kid. to home. Uh, no, you know what was too close to home about it was. Uh, all the, I mean, I lived there for four years, and they weren't the happiest four years of my life. So all the accents and, and the locations were very evocative of a time that I don't miss. Ah, well, that, um, that which will... may have front loaded it with uh, with unnecessary emotion, but it also it just didn't move along, and it was a little too obvious. But again, I only I only gave the pilot the shot. Did like, you, did you ever watch the speak. It Crowd or the IT Crowd? I watched maybe four or five episodes. It was too broad for me. Me too. I felt the same way. It's got a laugh track. It. Anything with a laugh track. And I love Bimayadadaday. Say it again. Bimayadadaday. He's a he's a good guy. I'm saying it like the Fushnikins would. In any minute, any mind, any But I I do love him, and he actually has a great. He hosts a show that I think I think it's only an online show that I've watched a few times about tech. Uh, and it's hysterical. He's so dry and so silly. Like he manages to be stoic and silly at the same time. I, I love him. I mean, you guys saw Garth Marenghi, right? Yes. Oh my god! Huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan. I watched. Um, I watched. Uh, Bound Two. It's the um Kanye West music video. Right. That. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. It's you. You. It's it's you. It's it's wow. <laughs> um, it is 
priceless. It is beyond price because you couldn't make that video if you tried. It's like... Is it as ridiculous as R. Kelly's in the closet? I haven't seen that. Well, Seth, but it's but Seth my first Rogen thought was like this is Franco. what Garth yes. Renge the, the fake James wanted Franco. to do, wanted to be, but they did it so much more authentically than Garth Marenghi did. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was it was already it parodied, was parodied by, by my namesake and, mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been going big on the internet. But yeah. I haven't seen the original. I, uh, you didn't see my tweet then? No, what did you? I say? tweeted out. All right, enough is enough. Other James Franco, you're fucking the name up. <laughs> Stop already. <laughs> Mom will be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty gay, It's pretty, right? yeah. Have, you haven't seen the... Uh... Oh, I watched the parody. I watched them both. Oh, okay. Oh, what'd you think? So you've seen funny. it. Funny. Um, it's funny. Speaking of funny... But you can't really parody something that's that bad already. It's mm-hmm. parodic of itself. You cannot make it worse than it is, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I found a uh, side-by-side. One of my favorite okay. lines is, You remember the first day we met? I confess I don't remember the first day we met. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, we're watching. Yeah, watch a little. We're going to... This is the podcast of us watching. Yes. Oh. For the audio listeners? Yes, this is, this is called... Good Podcast. It's a very meta podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Remember when Steve Martin hosted Saturday Night Live and he was doing that musical bit and he was going through the studio and there was a monitor? He came into a room that had a camera on him and a monitor and he goes, look, it's me watching me watching me. Right. <laughs> that was a great musical moment. All the mother niggas lame and you know it now. When the real nigga <laughs> oh my God. Wow. It's shot for shot. Yeah, it's shot this for shot. This is shot for shot. This is amazing. Uh, but did they- with the music. Listen to that. Jesus, Man. what a racket. So they didn't redo the music; they just redid the shoot, the, the video part. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is crazy. <laughs> Everybody should watch both of these things. Did he direct it himself? He must have. Directed. He must have. Because no, I actually read something no? that he. It's the man who directed it was a very um, respected, pro- yeah, prolific. But I'm sure. It's, this is ridiculous. And then Seth Rogen is the uh, the female lead, lead the romantic lead. Kim Kardashian, lead. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Kim Kardashian. Um, Kim Kardashian. Jesus, this is unbelievable. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's some fast reaction time for those yeah, guys, right? Because really. this was uh, published just a week ago to YouTube, uh, the Kanye, and uh, just over a week. I think. And that's pretty high quality stuff. But I guess if you're James just, Franco, yeah, you, you have access. You, you have, have access, access to equipment and willing, and apparently uh, a willing crew, <laughs> a, an insatiable need to create stuff when nobody's interested. Uh, all the time, <laughs> right. as much as that definitely defines Franco's yeah. career. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I have nothing but respect for James Franco. No, they do gay kissing here, though. It's yeah, they do. They smooch each other. It's oh, that's right. Sweet. I don't have a problem with that. Oh go. my god, they are kissing. That god, <laughs> so disgusting and all disturbing. Right. This yeah, is this is right, that's enough right. of that. That's enough of that. All right. So, oh god, <laughs> oh that video. I have something from the news. And I'm just going to leave it at the headline. Premier Inn guest, that's the name of the place, Premier Inn guest, hurled racist abuse with fire extinguisher hose up his bottom. I just what? thought that that was so entertaining. <laughs> One more time. A Premier Inn guest, like a hotel guest, hurled racist abuse with fire extinguisher hose up his bottom. Are there pictures? Um, <laughs> there's a picture of a fire extinguisher. 
<laughs> Basically, this guy just this a small. This was the fire extinguisher abused in the incident. He was twenty years old. He he stripped. <laughs> In the hotel hallway, and then grabbed a fire extinguisher, stuck it up his ass, and then started uh, yelling at all the the staff who were of uh, you know South Asian descent, telling them to go that they were the country has been taken over by Al Qaeda and to go back to Pakistan, even though they were Bangladeshi. They were Bangladeshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Where was premeditated. this? This is in England, Cleveland. Somewhere. In yeah. England. Yeah. That's. Not what I was expecting. I was expecting yeah. three doors down. No. <laughs> yeah, right? I was sure it was going to be Ohio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, Always fucking It's the Ohio. Ohio. It took place in the Ohio of England. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Sheffield. <laughs> Sheffield is the Ohio of England. I've, Actually, I've, Cleveland is much more in common with a city like Manchester. Oh. The, Speaking of which. The pride, the desperation, the frustration, the, the rock industry, and, rock yeah. and roll. the rock and roll. Well, speaking of which, I uh, just, uh, because of Tyson's suggestion, Manchester. I watched Twenty uh, Four Hour Party People. Oh yeah, that takes place movie. in Manchester. It's yeah, yeah, it's Manchester. Uh, it's Steve all, Coogan. Steve Coogan. It's all about the um, the the whole that label. Yeah, that yeah, one fantasy, label. Fantasy Records. Fantasy Factory. 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 Fantasy yeah. are the one that sued John Fogarty for sounding like John Fogarty. Yes. <laughs> factory Records. Uh, and that's... <laughs> Whom he then Joy Division. with 20 years later. Joy Division. Uh, and the club boom, scene there. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You know, it's it, it's better when you when you do that with a mouthful of protein bar. I think that's how we did it. That's how we got his sound. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Because <laughs> I'm a romantic... Um, you signed up for Growler or whatever the fuck. No, Tinder. Tinder. I'm going to find my... I'm doing this for the podcast. Yeah. Let's see if... Uh, you get, if no one says yes, it's not really much of an experiment, is it? I got drunk last night. You figured out what we all already know. That no one fucking likes you. <laughs> oh. oh. Sorry, Marty. I was thinking out loud for a second there. Last <laughs> podcast. It's been great seeing everybody. Um, sorry, Don't Marty. touch me. Don't touch me! Okay. Uh, let's go to the mail sack. Um... And I, I I picked the time when when James right. is away. Now that James computer. is away from the computer, James, what the fuck? Let's James. take our hands into the mail sack. Hey, let's do it. Or not. All right, here we go. We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Remember when? Uh, yeah, that was great. Remember when Dan hung up on himself? Oh, yeah. Dude, the mail sack fucking was great. <clears throat> oh, good times. He, he's back uh, two weeks. In two weeks. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. He'll have some we'll stories to We'll have someone out. demand the ship after Marty leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. After this show. <laughs> after this is my last show. I will not be there for that. Uh, apparently, he saw... Godot and oh really oh, okay. said it was great with the old English guy and the other old English guy yeah, yeah. and he said the English guy blew the English guy out of the wow. off, out of the water Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen yeah. yeah who did he say was better who do you think was better Ian McKellen, McKellen. yeah Patrick Stewart is I mean he started in theater and he's done everything no, I mean, he's very, Shakespeare very good. great actor yeah he did a one man he did a one man Christmas Carol yeah he was an I Claudius I mean the, the guy's no fucking he was an I Claudius yeah. Who's he in I, Claudius? He was like um, so, a, a, a young general or a young soldier in that. Oh, you know? I love that. That's a great I, th- he, I think he had hair in it. In that. He oh, had hair in the... Uh, playing who? He had hair in the version of... Uh, of uh, What's the Ibsen play? Hedda Gabler. Is that okay? Right? He had hair in that. No. Well, I mean, there you go. It's not really very interesting, but I really wanted <laughs> to get it go. out. 
All right, and that's the mail sack. <laughs> I just want you to know that I know who Ibsen is. All right, this first one is from Michael F. Mike. Hello, my name is Mike, long-time listener, first-time emailer. That's what we like to hear. Mm. I'm sending this email just to let you know how much I enjoy listening to your morning show. It makes my day. You know. I do Aww. not get to listen live due to the fact I, I'm work at work at the time. Congratulations on having an actual life. And I'm a job. Jealous. Or job, <laughs> yes. at least. I do download it religiously. I'm not looking to get my email read aloud. Sorry, dude. Too late. But if need be, yeah. that's swell as well. Keep up the good work. Best regards, Mike. Thank you, Mike. So what's your question? No, that, that, easy. No. Go easy on the new guy. No, <laughs> no, that we like those ones. We Let's save our barbs for Mark. Yeah, we like yeah. just praise. Yeah, if you want to send us any more? Just praise. <laughs> Tinder certainly isn't delivering on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Tinder. Last hey. episode. Ever. <laughs> uh, this next one's from Steve in Texas. Last week, you guys were talking about kids being bubble wrapped and wearing helmets and pads all the time. Uh, no, compared to when we were kids. When, oh, right. When, yeah. uh, Not literally. Got it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, man, I'm sure I would have remembered that. I think I would have seen that somewhere. <laughs> when my son was eight, he is now 21, we were moving into our new house. I was very excited about the new neighborhood uh, as I'd grown up very poor, and this was a very nice area, great schools, etc. I was literally unloading the U-Haul, and my son was underfoot, so I unpacked his bicycle and told him to ride around and stay out of my way. He wasn't in traffic. He wasn't doing wheelies. He wasn't jumping ramps or doing handstands. He was just riding his bike. I went back to unpacking, and I heard this conversation from down the street. Kid. Dad, why doesn't that boy have to wear a helmet? Dad. I don't know, son. I guess his parents ju- don't love him. Whoa. Oh, what a fucking dick. <laughs> that was my welcome to the neighborhood. Wow. Um, you know what, Steve? You should be arrested for child endangerment. That is yeah. just irresponsible parenting. Um, thankfully, that family moved after a few months, but man, what a thing. And their kid was killed in an accident. (laughs) With his helmet on. With his helmet on, yeah. Yeah. He's decapitated, but he had his helmet on. (laughs) Yeah, his head was, his head looked great in the casket. No amount of self congratulatory love could have saved him. Uh, I'm like you guys. I was, uh, if I was awake and not in school, I was on bikes, skateboards, etc. I never owned a helmet in my life until I got a motorcycle in my mid 20s. I never owned elbow or knee pads. Um, I would hop city buses with my skateboard and just go downtown to skate. Um, yeah, and, and they didn't have cell phones back then. We roamed, we played, we got yeah. into trouble. We built character, bubble Talked. wrap, indeed. Talked to one another. Talked to one another. Yeah. What Didn't is download this? apps to... Uh, Thanks for the great show, guys. Streamline. That's at Steve Dave 47. That, I mean, that's great. Yes. And, but, uh, yes, I think it goes two ways, you know. Like, I think that there's certain... Things that make sense, you know, if you can... Lo- like, get your kid vaccinated. Get your kid vaccinated, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I kids having helmets... Uh, it's in, if I had a kid in L.A., yes, I would, yeah. I would have... Yeah. L.A. could be pretty brutal. Yeah. I wouldn't raise a kid out here. Um, I was uh, I was riding bikes around... Um, I was riding bikes around Europe with a friend of mine. Um, <laughs> I was visiting a friend of mine. <laughs> Apparently in- with Neil Gaiman. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was visiting a friend of mine in Antwerp, the drummer from my old band from when I was living in Dublin. And he has a new baby, beautiful baby. And she was in... You know, he just had this, some janky old 10-speed and she was in the back seat. And neither of them were wearing helmets. And we were riding on cobblestones in Antwerp. The cars are zipping around. There are bike lanes and it's a very cycle-friendly city people are aware of bikes but it's still a major city with cars zipping around and and i got a little nervous hmm. well, did um, he he wasn't nervous at all no I mean, the kid, kid wasn't wearing a helmet he i mean wow. she was strapped in but 
I got a little, you know, the cobblestones can be a little like, yeah. hey, now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go snowboarding uh, in uh, we're December. We're probably yeah. yeah. We're, and we're, I was like, part of me was like, oh, dude, I should have a helmet. And I was like, I can't be on the ski slope wearing a helmet. God, I'd look like the worst yeah. dweeb on the snow. Yeah, I can't imagine wearing a helmet skiing. But, but man, you like, especially snowboarding more so than skiing. When you when you catch an edge and you get you get flung, your momentum will literally fling you down to the earth, either forwards or backwards. And I've cracked my skull on. I mean, you did, know, if, if you, especially because if you're on a snow, like a hill where there's a lot of snowboarders and, and they're not very good, they'll just uh, shave all the powder right off. And so there's just ice. ice so right. then you come along and you're on the ice and you catch an edge and then it's just bam, right on hard. But surface. you don't have very hard to fall. I don't have very far to fall. That's what I said. <laughs> Play the tape. <laughs> yeah. But you get a lot of that speed. Was a sh- that was what I actually say. You don't have very fall. hard to fall? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was a, a height joke. I must be more tired than I yeah. thought. Uh, you're short anyway. I'm very I'm short. You can't tell. You can't tell on the radio how short I am. That's yeah. my point. Is that you're freakishly short? But, but I'm very short. Yeah. I want to go snowboarding. Yeah. There are cute girls snowboard. I do. I like cute girls. If you wow. want cute girls, you download it. You go app, on Tinder. I'm supposed you go to feel bad because I like cute girls no, at snowboard. Because I, I, when I want to find cute girls, I go to a dating site. I don't go snowboarding. I don't pick up a whole. Sport. You don't go actively engage. I don't life. go engage my life. I don't get healthy no. and exercise and learn a new skill. You don't skill. travel and take the fresh air into your lungs. I don't. And experiment I don't do with those things new. just to meet girls. You I do it because in. I like to do things. So that I like I to do things too, and those to... things that I like to do are called girls. Where <laughs> <laughs> are, are my keys? I'm gonna yeah. throw them at your teeth. Yeah. Thank you. When are you going? Uh, December 16th to 22nd in Colorado. In Co- oh, fuck. Oh, I thought you were going nice. up to Mammoth or something. No. And did you grow up skiing all the time? No, I didn't. I grew up in Colorado. And, well, I went skiing once. And then I had this incident where I was with my father, who's not a very good teacher. And he just sent me flying down this hill. And there was a special needs woman standing in the dead center <laughs> oh, of the slope. Oh, no. Smacked right into her. And I felt so bad. The guilt and shame was so overwhelming that I never went skiing again. She probably didn't even know where she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sensitive, Bill. Until I went to um, until I went to New Mexico, and then in New Mexico, I uh, I picked up snowboarding because the cutest boy I'd ever seen in my life was see. It's all about sex. And then uh, I didn't get the boy, but I kept the board and still really love snowboarding. Nice. Uh, Where'd you go? go in New Mexico? Um, the Sandias. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. It's no. It's no Colorado. Right. Good heavens. But. And California has great skiing too. By the way, yeah. um, I've been up. Just to no one does it. Mammoth and Tahoe. I mean, it's expensive. You know. It yeah. Adds up. Uh, hello. I suppose I can't go snowboarding with my janky knee. Hmm. Oh. Oh. I feel bad for the cute girls that they don't get to see hmm. you on the slopes. <laughs> well. That's actually a nice positive spin. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. I feel yeah. better. Yeah. Denying cute girls makes Bill happy. Yes, it does. Oh. Dear Marty. Tables are turned, cuties. <laughs> uh, uh, hello, Marty, DJ James, Bill, Emily, and fuck Steve. Um, no, and Stephen. Uh, Warwick1336 on the Twitter here from Dallas, Texas. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Really? Yay, yeah, he's interacted one. plenty. Yes. I didn't realize I he was first just email. Praise. He's tweeted at us before. Yeah, many times. Um, I don't get to listen live anymore because work oh. is busy, but I have a fun quitting story. Right. <laughs> Almost four years ago, I used to work in, in the corporate office doing customer service for a major video game retailer. Mm-hmm. Name rhymes with lame hop. GameStop. GameStop. Oh, just, 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 oh, sorry. I thought it was a 
yeah. challenge. Uh, I took a Friday <laughs> off in January to travel up to Indiana to surprise my then girlfriend, now wife, for her birthday. She had gone home to visit her family for the holidays. My return trip back was delayed due to crappy weather, uh, flying weather, and instead of instead of returning home that Monday, I didn't get back until Wednesday. The director of the department uh, and I did not get along and took this late return which I was updating them on constantly, as an opportunity to demote me. I was a team lead and cut my pay by a few dollars an hour. Sick and tired of his bullshit, I told him, I'm done, I'm putting in my notice. He responded, fine, put in your two weeks, it's done. I said, not two weeks, two minutes. I stormed out of the office, packed (laughs) up my important stuff, high-fived a couple co-workers, (laughs) then walked out of the office, had a new job two weeks later, and haven't looked back. Thanks always for the free money. He pwned him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you miss that you didn't get a chance to tell off your boss at the... No. No. Because no. it that wouldn't serve anything, right? Well, it, it wouldn't have been satisfying because, I don't know, it wouldn't have been satisfying. Like, the entire firm hates him. The entire right. firm hates him. And it's like... Oh, but he bills so many hours, though. Yeah. Well, he has some really rich clients, too. But it's like the whole firm hates him. He's... he's, he's revenge is himself he's his own revenge you right. know he has to live he has, he has to wake to up with himself. Oh, wake up yeah. next to himself and karma's with, a motherfucker yeah. and to be perfectly fair his wife is going through cancer treatments so <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy yeah. Yeah. she's yeah. just trying to get out any way she can uh, by the way <laughs> there's a postscript from from william not discrediting that <laughs> oh, he says uh, p.s emily your smile makes me laugh Aww. you should see her smile it'll make you laugh oh, oh she's making the she's making the frowny face the <laughs> uh bill sorry life has kicked you in the balls lately it gets better if i could give you a, a beer and a hug i would oh thank you marty you're a funny guy and i like the political talk at the beginning yay <laughs> Justification for my existence. Uh, (laughs) DJ James, you're super cool. Thanks always for responding to us tweeps. Yes. Uh, Steven, your wonderful impression um, (laughs) impersonation is hilarious every time. Fuck, Steve. Um, (laughs) Thank you. That was a great email. Yay. uh, More praise. And uh, and also, he he got a good. uh, He was kind and personal. And he got a good story about telling off his boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Retail is the worst. Retail is the worst. Um, yes, but he was working in the corporate offices. So. Still, it's retail. Still yeah. sucks. Um, I don't want to sell anything. I don't want to package anything that's sold or packaged. I don't want to package anything that's sold. What was that speech from uh, so you did- Say Anything? Oh, yeah. Where yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah, asking yeah. Lloyd Dobler what he wants to do. <laughs> Hilarious. Just want to be with your daughter. <laughs> yeah. um, this one's from Lou. Hello, lovely Murps. Sadly, I'll miss the live show there on Tuesday. She is. My office is having a Thanksgiving potluck lunch. Isn't she English? They don't have Thanksgiving over there. No, she lives in New York. What the fuck? Do she I works know? in New Jersey. Is she right? English? But she's English, she lives right? In New York? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's English. She's though, English. Right? Yeah. Okay. Phew. Uh, so I'm here <laughs> on the mail side. a little bit of attention. To wish you all happy Turkey Day for Thursday and to ask you what are you thankful for? No, Bill, you can't say nothing. I have a lot of things I'm <laughs> You have a rep. Um, amongst other things, <laughs> I am thankful for you all. You make Tuesdays infinitely better. Aww. Hopefully, uh, as you read this, everyone at my office will be picking on the pumpkin pie cupcakes I've made. She sent photos. They look delicious. Nice. Um, oh, yes, oh. they do. Yeah. And uh, Ooh, yes, uh, yeah. yeah, so the cream cheese frosting on them. Oh my lord! Yes, I was instructed oh, with bringing some dessert for a thanks yeah. for a mock Thanksgiving uh, over the weekend, and I brought pumpkin cheesecake cronuts. Wow! What are you guys' plans for Thanksgiving? You guys going to be around? College friend of mine uh, and his boyfriend are hosting. Uh, maybe ten of us, twelve of us. 
Ooh, oh, nice. Some of old college. Yeah, yeah. and Delicious. they're both the same size, and I fit in their clothes, so I'm totally raiding the closet when I'm over there. <laughs> I, house that, I house that for them in every hour. I was like, new outfit. Come on, oh dog. God. We're going for another walk. But this time, <laughs> I'm, just imagining... I'm going to wear this and this and And I will this. look fabulous. What, what song do you think would play during his, like, his, his montage? His fashion montage. Do you can't tap on the way I'm in my walk. They get home and smell their closets and be like, I smell straight men. Have you been messing around with straight men? I did text them at one point during their trip. I was like, where's the washer and dryer? I've been wearing lots of your clothes. <laughs> oh, that's nice of them to host you after the defile after you defiled their closet. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I'm going to uh, uh, down in uh, West LA, which is kind of like a Santa Monica place. Mm. Oh, nice. We're having a um, yeah, we're having a little Thanksgiving, and they have a pool. And then they Dungeons and Dragons afterwards. Pool. No, this these these are the cool people I know. <laughs> <laughs> these are the actual. What am I saying? I know. God forbid <laughs> your other friends are listening right now. I was. I was what did she say? <laughs> she must be talking about someone else. Boycott. Boycott. I, re- I realize I said that, but the... the You're like, out of the Exterminate our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The feminine of the uh, couple that I'm going to go see is obsessed with The Simpsons. So it's not like... <laughs> and Disneyland and... Oh. And uh, all things animated. Yeah. So I, I really can't... Uh, Oh, can't so give she's, her too much cool credit. Right, right. <laughs> she's cool. Oh, that'll be fun. And James, are you going to yes. be here? Uh, I will be here. Oh, no, actually, uh, we're going to Oxnard for mm. uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, Strawberry Town. Maryland's father, yes. Yeah. So we're going to go have... Have a good time there. Nice. That's, that's only Oxnard, so it's not that far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Marty, you got family local, right? Uh, yeah, but they're all going up to my parents, and I'm staying here. Ah. And so... Uh, you're doing some cooking? You're, you're no, I'm mean, actually... In the, in the kitchen? There's a... Like, there's a restaurant that Jonathan Gold called the... Uh, like, his, the best restaurant in L.A. Hmm. And um, the owners of that... Is and, it in and out Burger? It's in and out Burger. <laughs> yeah. no, no, the owners of that, they invited me over for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to their house. Oh, nice. So cool. I'm, Which it, restaurant? Just because I'm expanding oh, my palate. Providence. Ah. Yes. And it, it is out of this world. Mm. It's got... Uh, the best Thanksgiving I ever had was at the um, the hotel where they shot, or that was based on, that The Shining was based off of. Oh, oh wow. The, in uh, Colorado. Yeah, but right? in Portland. No, it's in Colorado. No, no, Colorado. I thought it was the in Stanley. The Stanley Hotel. Stanley Hotel, yeah. They I might thought have it was on Mount Hood in, in They might in, have uh, shot Oregon. it in no. Portland, but I believe Stephen King came to the Stanley oh. and was inspired by the Stanley. Yeah. Then it might yeah. have been, yeah, then it might have been, the Mount Hood Hotel might have been the actual location. Yeah. Um, location, yeah. That's ha- very sorry, haunted. go on. Very haunted, Yes, too. very haunted. They have a whole basement. Like, if you take the tour, they have a basement that shows you oh, all the haunted That's crazy. Stuff. That, cool. that is, that's an amazing movie. The, the movie in, I mean, just how... You feel that, in, it. yeah. It's just it's it is haunting. Just when he's just going through it with his little you know big wheel, mm. uh, it freaks me out every it's time. It's beautiful though. Oh God, it's beautiful. It's also where they shot Dumb and Dumber. There's a couple scenes from Dumb and Dumber oh. <laughs> to give you further chills. <laughs> um, so Tyson just posted a photo of uh, what is that? Oh, that's Emily's. Emily's sunny day, yeah. brownie face. That's how I feel when people tell me my smile makes them laugh. Oh no, her laugh! Your laugh makes him smile. 
Oh, is that it? Was it that yeah. way? Yeah, yeah, because it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the medium, guys. Remember oh the medium. God, that is we hilarious. have video. Yes. I'm that like, that's going to be my new Facebook picture. Yeah, that's, that's great. Be. Oh, well done, Tyson. Very good. Uh, this next one's from Leo. Uh, we hey, didn't say what we were thankful for, Leo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm thankful for, for actually, I'm, I'm, this is genuine. I'm thankful for listeners like Lou and Tyson and everybody who, who contributes because without you guys, I would have nothing we would have nothing to talk about we would be true losers yes and <laughs> yes and we sit and talk to ourselves yeah in, and, 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 like, and go on tinder and like oh. <laughs> 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 um go go for it james I, i'm thankful for this show and you guys us all being brought together by this this one common thing this show i mean i i've, I've been doing it for a while yeah since since the beginning of smodcast uh pretty much like a week after smodcast launched uh, and I've done it in many different forms. I've done it with Kevin, Jason, Jen, uh, Megan, Alan. You know, I've done all the different formats. And by far, I have to say, this is my favorite. Aww. Uh, with you guys. Play so, some funny music uh, there. You want that, something there. Some Hulk theme song or something. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I, I just, uh, this, this is the highlight of my week is to sit down with you guys and just hash hash it up. You know, well, it up. I'm sorry, it's my last show. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we. He's can. got an emotional journey. He's yeah. just got to go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bill, you said you had several things to, that you were thankful for. Uh, I am. I definitely am thankful for this format. Um, and Marty, for you bringing me in so long ago, and uh, and Biggest for having regret. found a place here. I'm sure. Um, but I, but I, I do look forward to it, even though I'm always late. Um, <laughs> no, no. The, the crazy thing is, like at the beginning, you were just like, "I hate you're being late." Very punctual, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah." The, my biggest thing is, I hate being late. It makes yeah. me so mad. And then you're just like, "So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm checking out about a lot kid. of things I used to care about." These no, days. I think it's good. I like this bill better. It's a more uh, very see. aloof. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Um, uh, but mo- especially this year, and especially the last few months, I've been really, really grateful for my family, and not just. My mother and brother, who who I have, who I'm proud of, and who I can spend time with, and who have been very much been present for me during some very difficult times, but also the blood of Watersons and Grandies that flows through my veins, like the past yeah. and present. Um, I'm I'm just very proud to be one in a long line of uh of of these strong, quirky, eccentric Wacky creatures, nut jobs <laughs> who uh, who who are doing it right. I'm just glad to be one of them. Nice. nice. And Emily? Um, well, just to kiss ass with the rest of you. <laughs> I'm really pleased that Bill uh, brought me on the show, particularly now that I'm unemployed and I have something to do. Yeah, it's very nice. But sadly, nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. Well, but, you uh, know, the walls are still the same color. <laughs> got, got drunk with a gay guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was cool. Uh, <laughs> that was more than y'all did last yeah. night. Yeah, it was. Um, very true. I'm really grateful for my amazing friends. I remember when I first moved out to L.A., my thought was, well, my career is going to be amazing, but unfortunately, the people are going to be lousy. And I moved out here, and my career is lousy, but the people that I met are amazing. And I'm, I'm really I'm really. I would pleased. trade them all in for, I tra- for one job. <laughs> yeah, for, for two I lines on Modern <laughs> Family. <laughs> Stab them in the back in a trice. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for my amazing friends, because this would be impossible to do with. This would be an impossible town without. Yes, it would. Yeah. Yes, no, I, I do have amazing friends as well. Um, mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Lou. That that really is brought, brought the show down. The warm yeah, presence. Yeah. 
<laughs> brought down the comedy, up the warm fuzzies. It exposed yeah, our hearts for a rare fleeting yes. moment. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, Lou? Uh, this next one's from Leo. This is very different. It says, um, a quick question More for you. More dick jokes, please. Yeah. yeah. He, he says, is it so bad Love I find... Love the show, faggots. <laughs> is it so... <laughs> From Alec Baldwin. Yeah. (laughs) Topical. Is it so bad that I find Steve's racist Asian grandma voice to be hilarious and wonderful? Yes, it's terrible. You are a terrible person, Leo. Go watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Yes, that's your your punishment. Your punishment. (laughs) Um, This one's from Yako in in the Netherlands. Uh, Yako... Uh, today was the first day of filming for the short film I wrote. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay. That's exciting. That's way exciting. Uh, I was not on the set, but uh, oh, will be I've been on the... fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we'll be on the second um, day and most important, and that's the most important day of filming. Jumping ahead of uh, business and probably uh, jinxing the process of making the film, I have this question. Have you ever written something for the screen that turned out quite different than you intended it to be? Everything I've ever written for the screen. Uh, Greetings (laughs) from the land of Zwarte Piet and Sinterklaus. Cool. Santa Claus. And Krampus. And Krampus. I need to put Krampus. Greetings. What is the voice? Gre- greetings. <laughs> greetings from the well, greetings, greetings from the land of Zwarte Piet and Sinterklaas. Alright. And me, Krampus. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, everything. <laughs> like there are wonderful surprises that, that you you never know. I ju- I'm just reading a book now uh that I, I would recommend to any directors uh that I don't know the title of, so fuck you. Um, Thanks for sharing. But it's just a it's just a series of quotes, like an oral history series of quotes from directors, a lot of whom I've never heard of. A lot of European directors, a lot of one time directors, and uh, some of the old, older directors in the forties and fifties. But also Lynch and, and Spielberg. Ninety percent of the quotes are, "Please, someone hire me. Right. <laughs> Why can't I get a job?" Um, and uh, one of the uh, uh, periodically when I come across something that, that I feel is going to be particularly useful, um, I'll write it down in a notebook. And one of them was exactly about what Marty was saying that. Uh, you know, it's it's all about being prepared, but then being open to the surprises and the changes, and that the best stuff will usually happen right after what you needed to get on film. Like we, you felt you needed to get this scene, and at the very end of that moment, something magical will happen, and that will be that's where your movie is going to lie in these mm-hmm. unexpected moments. So you have to be open for them, right? And and ready to receive them, and and be listening all the time. And part of it is like you know the, the you're working with your environment, and that becomes part of the story. And if you ignore that. Then it's it's one dimensional and like mm-hmm. it's it's a fun thing to interact with, uh, you know. Like I, I did a short film, and this is part of like one of these competitions. But you know, we we just were going around grabbing locations, and I had no idea where where we would was find. Like the twenty four hour, it was like a twenty four yeah. hour type of thing. And then, so one scene was at a magazine stand. So I and we went to a magazine stand and said, "Can we film here?" And he said, "Yeah, just don't bother the customers." And so we filmed there. But like and I had no idea what we would do and then I saw all these like these magazine covers and just started shooting them and I just created a quick little montage that was just you know, that wasn't in the script, but mm-hmm. it was part of the environment. And it was Told really the fun. Story. Yeah. Uh, look at what Yako just said. Yeah. Director called me an hour or so ago and things have gone really wrong, frowny face. I have to have an extra film day now. That's also right. Krampus is from Austria. Yeah. Also Krampus is from Austria. Uh, Yako, that's all right, because uh, Marty just gave you the answer for that extra film day. You need a motherfucking montage. <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah, that short film was actually with Dan. It was very, very funny. Mm. He was acting in it. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, well, good luck. I'm sorry to hear about that that um, snafu, but that's... That's, that's, that's part of it. That's making movies. That's the fun that's of it. Fair. I hope it's not costing you a ton of extra money, but... You know. We need more money. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Always will. Can't always start. have a always have a slush fund when you're uh, when yeah. you're budgeting. At I've least. I've had those movies where you you're 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 shooting and everything's going fine, and then you all of a sudden realize, oh shit, like money or something, location or actor falls through, and I've you scramble, but I've never had it not work. Yeah, you always like, get you it just, done. You, you never just, got Terry Gilliamed. In, no, uh, I never did. It's Man just like you Mancha, think on your feet and you think of like what the story is and where the story has to go and every story can be told. But um you just have to you have to be so flexible. Like it, there's so many different you have to juggle so many different things that are out of your control and then you just have to be flexible. You have to constantly problem solve. You yeah. have to yeah. constantly say how not this can't be done or I don't know what to do, but just like okay, here's what it is, how do we fix it? It's and that, let it go. It's like, that when moment in um, through, you just let it go. It's that moment in uh in uh, Apollo 13 that I think we talked about before that I always think is Ron Howard's sort of metaphor for filmmaking. Oh yeah. Where they put all the materials that they have and on what the ship can we do? on the table and it's like, okay, this is what we have to work with. What's how possible? do we get what yeah. is possible? Yeah, that's yeah. that's filmmaking in a nutshell. Yeah. And I, I think that was a deliberate metaphor from from ron howard sure yeah Yeah. and that's the that's really yeah i like that movie i think that's one might be one of my favorite ron howard movies um that's a good one um okay i mean it's no gravity but (laughs) (laughs) well what is i mean right (laughs) best movie ever uh this one's from ash williams who was also mario killed you on xbox 360 wow yeah good to know so if you just got killed by mario killed you you know who that is. I just want Mario, to send a message probably. to all the online gamers that the system comes. This is, a, I think, I'm assuming, he, assuming he's Xbox talking about the one. Xbox One. Uh-huh. It comes with a microphone. Communicate with your team and keep them updated to enemy movement. Hashtag BF4, Battlefield 4, I guess. That. Yeah. So that's, that's the message from, that's the message from today's show. If you've got a mic, use it to communicate with your team so you can kill more people. Mm hmm. Uh, if you Hold take on. away anything from this show. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Bill, don't forget to end your rants with, I am woman, hear me roar. Thanks, Murps. That's, that's true. It's, it's said you just silently. called me a woman. Yeah. Um, and then this last one's from Ryan. It's called Ryan's Rant. This morning, Emily, Bill, and James, um, F off, Marty, the podcast <laughs> listeners matter. Uh, my rant is over. Ryan's <laughs> rant. <laughs> Love you all, uh, including uh, Marty. You all make me smile. Hope you have a happy holiday this season. And uh, this season is the reason for the season. What? Right. Uh, yeah, because you know. can't argue with that. No. It, it's a, and it's a, with that, I am sneaking out. And, um, all right, Marty. All right. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, we get busted doing, for coming late. It's been great doing the podcast with you <laughs> yes. guys, but I'm just so emotionally wrought and about <laughs> between you guys and Tinder and that last rant from Ryan. That was a bit intense. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit much. So Ryan. you got an audition? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Break a leg, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Break you. a leg. All right. Be super Asian. That is uh, <laughs> that is the exit of Marty U. You guys, it's our show now. We can do whatever we want. He's yeah. not here. Finally. He's not here. Finally. Stop, you guys. I oh, can talk here, about wait. my right-wing political <laughs> rants. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 All right, Marty. Make it a great day, sir. All right. And okay, but course. now for serious, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, Bill, you have... I sat in a way so you, you could... sat in a way that we can't frame... Street. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty in the Is this better? There you go. That's better. Ow. Oh, Our headphones wow. clanked together. There you go. <laughs> Tyson, screen grab. Ouch. Um, all right. So I have nothing prepared. Yay. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm still know. surprised that I'm here. I don't right? know what I'm At all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just um, here in this room. I mean here. Now, I, I haven't been <laughs> as alive. as up on. We're going to go back to Doctor Who. because oh, okay. Because I... I'm the guy who didn't know that the Jenna Coleman season had even aired yet. So yeah, right. I could use all the well, help I could get. Well, me too, because I'm not as as ver- well versed in Doctor Who as I I believe I should be. However, mm-hmm. I did watch some very part of the um, the the anniversary, the anniversary, but not not specifically the anniversary. The uh, what do they call it? Marathon that mm. they're running all the the episodes. And um, what was the one name in the name of the Doctor? Okay, that episode. That's like the first one, isn't it? The very first one ever? No, no. What's the very first one? I'm not sure what the first one is. No, this was a later one. This was with Matt Smith. You're supposed to talk over it. That was going to be the theme. That's the voice over. Oh, right, 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 right. right. The name of the doctor. Sure, yeah. Where he has to give his name. And I think that one we see. Don't we see John Hurt? Or is that the 11th doctor? Uh, John Hurt. We see him like at the end. He kind of turns. We see, no, we see John Hurt for the very first time when um, uh, when Jenna Coleman's Clara gets uh, disseminated throughout time and space. Oh, when she runs into his time stream, and then she runs into his time stream, and they both turn around, and John Hurt is yeah standing there. That's there the first time you okay. see John Hurt. I'd like to disseminate Jenna. As I said that, I thought, am I actually saying this word on the air? I actually just say disseminate right? in front of the humans. <laughs> but I, you know, I find that this the show is no inseminate. I'm, I'd like to yeah, inseminate. Well, we got it, Bill. Okay. We got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call me. And obviously, I'm late to the party on this, but uh, from what I've seen and been trying to catch up and, and mm-hmm. kind of get myself my head right in it, uh, it's an amazingly clever. An it's intelligent so show. It's, it's the intelligence of it that I love. I, lo- yeah. I, I love how silly it is. I love how rapid fire it is. Yeah. I love that it respects its own history. Yeah. Not just in terms of, of uh, continuity of storylines. That's yeah. actually less important to me, but just more like the they're aware of the, the sound effects and how, how yeah, evocative yeah, yeah, yeah. those are. And yeah. they're aware of the production design from the 50s and 60s and how evocative that is for everyone. And they, mm-hmm. they, they, they update it and they, and they streamline it, but they don't just do something completely different. Yeah. It's never completely rewritten. Yeah. yeah. I'd, and I'd, I'd love like to see it, uh, like maybe one throwback episode uh, on tape. Like right. the old days, you know, like the old episodes. Oh, <laughs> I'd love God. to see it on tape. Just cheese factor, fucking. It's. I've. I've started. Watch, tried watching some of the Tom Baker ones that I grew up with on yeah. Netflix, and I just felt bad for all the actors who were like their <laughs> face was painted yellow and they were wearing a, a raincoat, <laughs> yeah. and like having to say this like super dense alien. Nonsense. Scientific nonsense dialogue. Oh God, these guys are probably all Shakespeare trained. They're like, what right. the fuck yeah. happened? And then Tom Baker shows up with a scarf, and I'm like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." Like as soon as he's on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as soon as he's on camera, it's just the most amazing thing ever. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, it is kind of a wonder that Chris Eggleston said yes to being the Doctor. That was yeah, that they was were confusing. pretty cheesy up until the very end of the original series, if mm-hmm. I understand correctly. Yeah. They're pretty. Yeah, there's there's some corn in there. Yeah, but I love even like uh, I just watched an episode recently. Uh, I think it might be the first time you see River Song. I know you you never like the River Song Matthew Smith oh, dynamic because she's too she, he's too young. But I did love. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting over that now. 
She's yeah. piloting the TARDIS and it lands and he's, he's like, what? It, it, it didn't make that noise. And she's like, what noise? He's like, you know, yeah. and he yeah. tries to like, it, cause that sound, the second I hear that sound, you know I'm taken back is. to being 11 years old and like yeah, yeah. rushing they home from my friend's house to watch it on TV. They have a callback to that in the 50th anniversary. Do they? You have to watch it. They yeah, have I not changed that. I mean, I'm sure they've, they've goosed Update. the sound over the yeah. years, but it's, it's still, it's still yeah. vintage Doctor Who. Yeah. They know yeah. what they've got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, watch the fifth. There's so shows, many callbacks a lot of shows in, the, don't, in the 50th. A lot of shows don't realize why they're good or are, are always moving forward, like Killing Brian or whatever. They're always feel this need to move forward. <laughs> are we singing? Yeah, we're we singing a duet, clearly. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's the holidays. That is we're caroling. Awesome. Um, but I think Doctor Who has done a great job of... Of moving forward and trying new things. And still and, being sort of sentimental. And yeah, and being sentimental to its origins mm-hmm. without stagnating, which which yeah. I think is I think takes a lot of intelligence and focus to pull off. And I, I'm sh- and it, and I also think that's very deliberate. I don't think that just happened. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love it. I think it's so clever. I think it's so fun and I, I, I think the people that they get on it are incredibly good and I just wish they had some more interesting companions. <laughs> I, I like Amy Pond and that Jenna Coleman. I only saw the Christmas special with the the, the snowman with the teeth, and I was uh, like, "Wow, yeah. I want more from her. I like mm-hmm. her." Wait, the snowman with the teeth? There was snowman yeah, was, with teeth in the yeah. Christmas special that introduced oh, uh, see that introduced one. Jenna Coleman as like sort of the potential oh um, companion companion. Who are the guys with uh, the intelligence guy? The fucking things with the hat and Cybermen. White face, yeah. Is that what they are? No, no Cybermen, Cybermen are look robots. like robots. No, no. The Big white face is robots. Like t- oh, they're like the... <laughs> they like hiss. The, uh, the, ood's? No, oh, no, the they're ood silent. Is, no, the ood have tentacles. Um, right. uh, the, the, they're like the silent men. What? Uh, yeah, they roll with the uh, intelligence guy, Mr. G. The one... Are you talking about the, the guys that... Um, you're not talking about the guys. They that, have black suits. Yeah, the black suits. They look like aliens and they make you forget. Like once you see them, you forget immediately that you saw them once you yeah. get away. Yeah. Yeah. Those are amazing. I forgot what they were called. <laughs> but that was an amazing because, episode, wasn't because, it? Because, uh, it was. because you looked away. Because I <laughs> looked away. Yeah. But that episode was something else. That was the one where uh, he has to go into to Trailazor. What is the name of it? Trailazor or? The place where he dies. The place where he dies. Is that? Oh, then we must be thinking about something else. Anyway, this is. Terrible radio. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But I just want to. I, I just want to get clear on this because I, I'm. A, I gotta watch uh, more. Obviously, I gotta watch yeah, more. Yeah, it's good to, to really catch up. But it's I good. love it. The I, Chris I, Eccleston episodes are so rough. Like they're yeah. still cheesy and not terribly good. Mm-hmm. And- but I love. I mean, I love Moffat on um, Stephen Moffat, the creator who took over with Matt Smith, right? Isn't that yes. when he came on board? I, I well, he was he was a writer and definitely had a lot of input before that, but he was the showrunner, I believe. In the I think practice. he's done a fantastic job with Sherlock. Oh well, yes. Well, I mean the well, guy the guy is, yes. the guy is clearly has a, a very extremely powerful mind. Did you ever watch Coupling? I did not. I strongly recommend to everyone to watch Coupling. It's probably my favorite. Isn't that uh, a sitcom? Sitcom, yeah, it's probably my favorite sitcom that was ever on. British there. sitcom that they tried to make in the states, it, didn't they? They got like three episodes out before no one could stand it <laughs> anymore, <laughs> and they canceled. Was it like a raunchier Friends uh, set in England? It is raunchier, but it's also so much smarter. Like it's so smart. It's one of the smart. It's probably the smartest sitcom I've ever seen. Hmm. It bloody intelligent and uh, funny as hell. There's Any a- breakout stars from it? Uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> He's a star, though. The guy who played Jack Norrington and all of the um, 
or Norrington. Jack Norrington films? Not George, Jack, that's not his first name. The guy who played Norrington in all of the Pirates of the Caribbean films uh, is is the oh. lead. Mm. Um, there's a funny little guy called uh, Richard Coyle. He's a little Welshman who's... Name sounds familiar. He's yeah. hysterical and he's lovely and wonderful and... Um, it's, it's very good. It's very good. And everybody is really good in it. There's one actress that I feel is a bit weak, but everybody else is. Is she hot? She's gorgeous. Wow, well, then fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a role to play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's very good. It's a very good film. Um, Is there something, or is there any of you guys like moon, astrology, new age types? Go on. Is there something in the air at this time of year involving women and what they do to you, Bill? Them, they're coming out of the woodwork and into your pants to <laughs> contact me. Like it started. Remember, I ranted about the Facebook person got in yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. That was just that was like the tip of the beginning egg. of a flood of a floodgate of of the floodgates flew open, and there's just been a lot of like back to back sort of. Hey, how have you been? Hey, what are you doing tonight? Hey, I'd like to see you again. Oh. And it's like what the fuck is going on? Um, I did hear, oh Jesus Lord, I did hear that, um, that this is the season, uh, of the most breakups and the most dissatisfaction in relationships. I did see an article. It was probably on Yahoo News, so I'm sure it's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're theorizing that a lot of these women are dissatisfied in their current situation and looking for something else. Or just dissatisfied with their singleness. Well, okay. because think about the overall, I mean, we even addressed it. There was part of our show today uh this is a uh, a reflective time of the year for everybody mm-hmm. so uh, it makes sense that if women or or people period are in relationships are going through whatever they're going through uh that they're they're being more pensive about you know where they're going taking stock uh, of their, taking stock yeah. of their life you know mm-hmm. you, what am i thankful for uh who do i have to spend this you know this this season time of the season with i think that's a big thing that this is family time too yeah. where it's like everybody's sort of slowing down and your friends aren't gonna go out and have drinks with you and you're sitting at home alone going oh my friends are at home with their boyfriends yeah right. <laughs> and i'm or and husbands yeah because that still happens so i can just chalk yep. it up to loneliness and dissatisfied relationships that and you're looking so hot and you're hot I've you're had, looking I've so had, hot lately bill i've had Jesus. hair days in a row i like my hair <laughs> i mean it's time i'm wearing <laughs> headphones and I don't care. <laughs> and I didn't look in a mirror this morning, but in general, the top of my hair is long enough that it's doing fun things that I can't control. Nice. There and you I go. like that. I like that as being a metaphor for, for who and what I am. That's funny. I'm, wow. a, I'm a fun thing you can't control. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that too about your hair. Cause last night as we were sitting here watching, uh, the walking dead, Marilyn and I, um, which we should talk about that. Have you guys, do you guys, I couldn't get past the first episode. I got, I got into season two and was fed up. That's it. All right. And I tell, I tell you, I did not love the, um, graphic novels or the original comic books. I know you don't. You think they're too wordy. Yeah. I thought they were extremely verbose. It needs to end at this point. We're snooty bitches. Yeah. Well, it just, BT dubs. uh, They weren't taking (laughs) advantage. They weren't taking advantage of the medium of the comic book. They were, they were telling instead of showing, and it's a visual. It's yeah. a visual medium as much as it is one for for words. And mm. you know, the the guy would like he was lost somewhere, and he saw some yard marker that reminded him that oh wait, this is where we were yesterday. And it's like yeah, I know. I I was reading the comic book, and I saw the yard marker, and I'm seeing <laughs> you see it now, so you don't have to fucking say it. I I get yeah. it. Yeah. Like the art is good enough, mm. the composition is strong enough, and I'm intelligent enough. I don't need to be beaten overhead with this giant paragraph of wording to keep me up to speed. I, yeah. I got it. 
move on. Like, keep the story moving. Yeah. All right. I can see that. I well, can see that. Let's get on to something then much more important for me. Um, can someone please explain to me? Uh, you guys, watch, or you watch BBC. Yeah. Um, what happened to my show, uh, b- Being Human? I don't know. I, I didn't. What the fuck, man? Every time I invest, <laughs> emotionally invest in a show, the last one was The Super Family, whatever the fuck that was on ABC. Oh. Um, uh, ordinary, no ordinary family. Right, right. The just, Michael Chiklis one? Yeah. They just snatched it right out. I, I was fucking invested. I had popcorn. I was sitting, waiting. <laughs> they, fucking, they killed it on me. He got stood up. I yeah. rushed home in time. Yeah. <laughs> like it was 1987. Yes. <laughs> hey, now. Um, but being human. I mean, I, I thought that was grabbing. It was Granted, it was a little cheesy, the premise. Oh, yeah. all right. We're going to throw a werewolf, a vampire, and a ghost into a house and f- fucking hilarity ensues. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I loved the... I, I started by watching the uh, British version. Mm-hmm. And then when they crossed over and did the American version. There's an American version? There was an American version I didn't know about the well. American version. On uh, mm. sci-fi, they uh, had it. Hmm. And I, obviously, I think that one got canceled. I don't know. But I, it's just... It's like... Why can't I see? That's why I need to just jump on Doctor Who. Yeah, because that but, should right, be around for right, you. Right, centuries. Then again, <laughs> I've got hundreds of hours. I may be the jinx, though. I, right. I don't know if I start. Yeah, wait a second. It, it's you. It's me. Wait a second, Who's James this? Franco. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna freak out a bunch of people on Twitter because they're gonna know and I don't. Who's the actor who every time they bring him on a show, the show gets canceled? Oh, you know who I'm talking right. about. Yeah, uh, he uh, was on, but he ended up being the neighbor on. Uh, uh, married with children, and he had a decent run on Sports Night. Yes, um, uh, oh, man, like conventionally attractive in an eighties way, blonde, <laughs> yeah, semi curly hair. The fuck, man. Uh, and like, it, it, there was the running gag where as soon as, soon as you put him on a show, that your show, show would get canceled. Done. Fuck, I can't think of his name now. But yeah, he was on. Wasn't he on Love Boat too? Or yeah, he's very love boat. he was the, the guy that shut down the Love Boat. Come on, Twitter, <laughs> we're looking at you. Twitter sphere, help us out here. It's not uh, Mr. Darcy, it's the other one. Mr. Darcy, I say. Because there was Marcy Darcy, she was Marcy Darcy when she was married to, and then Jefferson, his name was Jefferson. I'm looking up Sports Night right now. We'll see. Great, great. This radio. Is great radio. radio. Great Ted radio. McGinley. That's it. Ted, Ted McGinley. McGinley. Who and came up with it? Who got the game ball? Uh, Cliff Kennedy. Cliff, Cliff Kennedy, Kennedy coming through, getting the oh, game ball. Oh, Darren just answered I it for me. I will eat this starburst in your honor. Could you please, could someone please give me a reading in Darren uh, Houston voice here, Husted voice here? Being human. Being human was, was canceled, canceled in, in both, both UK, UK and, and US. US. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need to have... Th- Flavored Starburst again oh, in the thing. You have to no. eat that now. I have no sweet tooth. Do it anyway. Do it. I don't floss. I just read that you're supposed to floss twice a day. I don't, yes. I don't floss. You, know, you gotta mm-hmm. floss. You're I don't floss. Ooh, you gotta. Ooh, you gotta floss. Well, I brush. Of, I brush vigorously and I chew lots of no, gum. That Austin Powers when he flossed. Yeah. <laughs> there was like chunks of meat <laughs> flying out. <laughs> oh my god. You gotta floss. <laughs> floss, everybody. Oh, man. I don't floss. But you I'm, have yeah, bad breath start. if you don't floss. I don't have bad breath. But I just had don't. my head this this close to you. <laughs> do I have bad breath this morning? Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't even had coffee or anything. Mm, that might be why. Huh. Great radio. I've never been accused of having <laughs> halitosis before. Yeah. I think it's halitosis if it's chronic. I think if you have it in the morning, you just bro- woke up and have bad breath in the mm. morning. I definitely did that. 
Mm-hmm. I found that, uh, or I've heard that halitosis, some some forms of halitosis are not mouth-based. They're actually stomach-based. Something in the stomach mm. is not right. I can believe that because my stomach hurts all the time. I just read a fascinating article mm-hmm. about how... I'm sorry. I'm, this is the most. Starbursts are the worst thing to eat when you're on radio. Yep. This is the most revolting thing ever. Uh, and I put the whole bowl out. Well, Marty <laughs> brought those. Marty brought that for us. So son of a bitch, bastard. Um, <laughs> I should just spit this out. Somebody else talk. We All didn't right. read the article. Um, uh, really Emily one. read a really fascinating article. Go yes, on. Yes, she did. <laughs> uh, on the it, from, coming from the media outlet known as NPR. NPR, All which right. stands for National Public Radio. Yes. Very good. Was it 89.3 KPCC or 89.9 KCRW? I don't know, actually. Okay, I think I'm I'm good enough. Okay. All right. The article said that the microbes in your stomach control your mood, and they did all of these tests where they took really, really depressed people and gave them uh, probiotics, and they took really, really happy people and gave them antibiotics, and their moods changed. And they did it with mice as well. They took really, really aggressive mice and really, really timid mice. And the really, really aggressive mice uh, were injected, or I don't know, injected, I don't know what means they used, were given the microbes in the stomachs of the timid mice, and the aggressive mice became timid. And the the inverse happened as well, that the timid Hmm. mice became aggressive. So they believe that things like uh, depression, anxiety, uh, aggression, sleep disorders, um... All of these things may be in some way related to the um, the microbes in your stomach because the microbes in your stomach send information up a large uh, nerve called the vagus nerve. Look at this. Look at me remembering mm, shit. Nice. This is it's called the vagus nerve up up into your brain and uh, will actually alter your brain chemistry. So what do they suggest in terms of diet for someone who doesn't want to be aggressive, anxious, and depressed? Why are you asking, Bill? Shut up. <laughs> Well, for, for the sake of our listeners, unfortunately, they said they couldn't tell you because what happens in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Ow! Oh! Oh my goodness! I hope everyone stayed listening just for that. Just for that. <laughs> we just made up for the last fifteen oh. minutes of drivel. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, probiotics like uh, kefir. What? Kefir. Kefir is a is that food. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it. a yogurt. It's a. It's, it's not. It's not yogurt, though. It is not yogurt, but it is like yogurt. Is yogurt a probiotic? Yes, there are probiotics in yogurt. yogurt. Yeah, there you go. What else? Uh, for Sutherland, help me out here. They haven't gotten. I don't think they've gotten far enough to actually like give you a. Dive. Just go find some really timid mice and eat them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cut out the middleman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You are what you eat. Let's eat some timid mice. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, there it goes. Thanks, Darren. Yeah. Giving me the update and crushing my dreams. There's an, yet another series that I won't uh, be able to catch the end of. Yeah. And also, thanks for the uh, info on halitosis, a term made up by Listerine to sell more product. And thank you for reminding me that I have bad breath and have to have knee surgery. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Blaming other people now, Bill. <laughs> Go eat a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys got go- anything going on uh, this week other than or, or in the next coming? I do. I want to talk now. Yeah. All right. I have a friend uh, from out of town and I'm taking her to see the Museum of Jurassic Technology. Is she single? Oh, is she, she loose? I don't know. No, I doubt it. Well, she's, I'll check out for the next the, little bit. <laughs> she's probably the cool, one of the coolest women I've ever met. Um 
And then Museum of Jurassic Technology is, inc- is incredible. We're going tomorrow. I'm so excited. It's an, it's just an, incre- it's an incredible. Uh, I, I almost don't want to. Ex- it, it wasn't explained to me um, so that I could experience it firsthand, and well, it, it changed the experience for me. It's a uh, West West LA, or West Hollywood, isn't it? Uh, it could be. I don't know. It's on, on the way out towards the West Side, if I remember correctly. But it's. Uh, I don't want it's to. Well, of, well, there are people who are never going to get a chance. Who are listening will never get a chance. So. You yeah. will never see anywhere it's, else. It's very obscure, very bizarre art, but it's set up as though it's a history museum, and what you're seeing are historical records. And it's not. It's, con- it's well presented enough and confusing enough that you feel like it just might be. Yeah. But it's actually art installments from different artists. Oh wow! Um, but it's so it's 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 an it's a theme and an idea they carry. They executed very effectively. And it's nice. it's silly, but it's, it's haunting. Not, but it's, it's not Flintstone silly, where there's like right. a fucking bird with a beak on no. a record or anything. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. Um, uh, yeah, and it's it's really it, that makes it sound very heady, and it is. But it doesn't. But it still feels accessible at the same time, even though even though it's way out there. I, I love, love it to see that. And then on Friday and Saturday, I'm going to Las Vegas. Ah, nice. Yeah. I Take cannot picture you in Las you. Vegas. I love Las Vegas. Really? Oh, yeah. It's such a sad, unromantic place. That's why I like to go there like once every two to three years. Yeah. Um, but then when I go there, I, you know, it's like Disneyland. Like it all depends on what you bring to it. Like if you're there because you're trying to forget the wife that you just buried and, and how your kids <laughs> hate you and, Easy. uh, and trying to find your wife's killer, uh, and you go there, <laughs> and you it's know, taking you six and it's, seasons. And it's taking yeah. you six seasons and you go to Las Vegas. <laughs> then it is. Yeah. Like a sad, depressing place. But if you go out there with a whole bunch of idiots who just want to, uh, get drunk and look at bright lights and do sparkly, fun, silly shit, then it's the place to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I don't, I don't, I don't gamble, and I don't do really interesting drugs, and I don't, you know, I don't make a complete mess of myself. So I just go and have fun, and I'll swim in a pool. I really, one of my favorite things to do ever is to get really, really, really drunk, and then just wander through hotels. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like yeah. those those huge hotels that have like. um you know, stores inside and it's like a mall yeah. inside and they have like just the cheesy shit everywhere. Like and the ceiling is painted, like it's the sky and blah, right. blah, blah. Like I just love getting blitzed and wandering around. Nice. Going That's the- definitely a good, good town for that. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's been an update. Oh, there has been an update. Logan Jubilee has just tweeted to me that season four of being human starts January 13th on sci-fi. Hey, the American yeah. version. So, I don't know, Darren. Still going strong. Or at least still some episodes still yet to be seen. Still some episodes, like, yeah. Right on. All right. Mm. I'm in. All right. So that's good. So you're going to have fun. Um, that's a great, great week. Have you guys heard of this place, The Edison? Yes, I've been many times. You've the been? Edison. Huge I fan. I want to go to that so Huge bad. fan. It's, it's an old power station in, uh, not to be confused with the supergroup power station from the 80s. Is <laughs> it a, st- is it a steampunk? Uh, it's very steampunky, but it's more turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, uh, they have the old fashioned light bulbs. They screen on the walls. They screen yeah, old Russian paper animation yeah. and, uh, and Melies films. And, yeah. and they have, uh, burlesque dancers and ragtime music. And, and you have to, you gotta get dressed up. You gotta dress. I did not care for my experience there. Oh, I had a blast. I've been two, very, three times and I've had a blast. Like I was in the entire, this place was vacant. There was nobody there. And we said, Hey, we'd like to see, do you have a reservation? No. And they went and they sat us on these pegs 
at this tiny all table that was tiny is, for All of me. the seating is uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> but, like, they had these huge, like, booths that were open with huge tables. Like, we ordered food and there wasn't enough room on the table for us to have the plates on the table. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody else there. And we were like, can we go to a table where we don't have to eat on our laps? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, you need a reservation. The place was fucking empty the entire time we were there. And then there was this group of female cops who came in and sat down next to us. And they were just women who got off work and were having a drink and letting loose and having a good time. And we were sitting right next to them and we were completely unfazed by them. Like they were having a great time and we were having a great time being near them. And the manager came out and it's just like the two of us in this bar and the manager comes out and tells them they have to be quiet or get out. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck? What the hell is this? And it was really unpleasant the way he came after these women. It was so bad that the guy that I was with went and talked to the manager and was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, this is the worst managed place I've ever seen in my life. Good for him. Yeah. I was I really, and these poor women were like, they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, what, anything having a good wrong. time. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having a good time in your fucking bar. Yeah. So I kind of have a bad uh, experience with the Edison. Uh-huh. I've only drank lots of bourbon and had lots of fun. Well, maybe it was the uh, Cthulhu <laughs> costume you wore. What? Yeah, they said dress up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't say what as. I'm a mage. I do beg your pardon. You must be more specific. <laughs> All right. On the Cthulhu uh, note, then, I guess that's going to do it, you guys. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Happy Thanksgiving Thanksgiving to the listeners. To Marty, Steve, Dan. Yes. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday. See ya. Good night. Good night? (laughs) Is it night yet? (laughs) Whatever. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>